no, no, I'm good. I just, I just opened up a beer. I'm good. Damacamases. Damacamases. Shizz. Damacamases. Shizz. I'm Tim Martin, live. Damacamashiz Shaz. <laughs> Absolutely needs nothing. Well, at least I know the uh, level of... Uh, yeah, Damacamashiz Shaz. Of, uh, what? You know, intelligence oh, yeah. we're throwing out oh, no, here. We're not, we're not, we're not. Don't worry. No, please don't. Welcome to the Drunken Adam do Dunn not, Show. Do not where throw any intelligence alcohol. out there. Don't oh, throw any God intelligence out. Is that the last? Is that the only one of those? No, there's one more left. Oh, oh, no, what about that one? Shit. No. no. You took the last one? I think there's... What you got there? I don't know. Let me go grab the other one. What are you drinking? I just can't hit, man. I'll get drunk as fuck off this. We're broadcasting live? Yes, we are. Uh, oh, Odie's belly's on there. What's he, what did you say? It's Odie's belly live. It's just belly cam live. <laughs> You're good. I'm trying to get the wide angle so we get some of everybody. Some of everybody here. Some of everybody. Little belly of I see you his belly, there, his nose. Okay, his nose, his belly, my entire body, <laughs> <laughs> and then a little bit of two, hopefully, tiny bit of two. You'll hear me. Yeah, we don't need. <coughs> I hope you guys went and got drunk too, because it's gonna be real. Uh, we took a nap and. Uh, Naps. <laughs> Naps are unheard of. Fucking old man. Oh look, there's some of my buds from the other day. My buds. Hey. What are these here? Those are what are those? I don't know. Turpentines. Turpentines. That sounds like a. It looks like cannabis. Smells very OG. Yeah, I was gonna say it smells like headband or something. You ever smoked that shit? It could be. Could be some stuff left over from when I gave him all these jars in Salem. Jars. Because that's almost <coughs> very, very headbandish. Mm-hmm. Here. That's like. I wasn't trying to knock you over. Totally the number five. Yo, yo. We got a, we got a big arm in our way. Somebody's arm is like taking over the entire broadcast. Arm cast. Broadcast and arm cast. You have an arm cast going on. Oh, yeah, yeah I, left, I, I left my arm cast back at the hotel room. Oh, what happened to it? <laughs> what happened? It's gone, dude. Why You're cured. You'll see it. You'll see it. You're cured. Weekend. Cannabis cures again. Right? Look, his arm is better. I'm healed. No. Nope. Right. Cannabis. Three and a half weeks out of surgery. Mm-hmm. Smoked one joint. I can't believe they, they've tagged your bicep up to your... Oh, right? They screwed it in. Brutal. Are we starting? Hurts. Good stuff. We are? Uh, my... Are broadcasting. Welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Are we really live? Or are we not? Are, are we on? I don't know. I didn't smoke anything. Look. No, your arm's still in the way. Yeah, now you're out of the way. How did that just happen? It's like a five second, five minute delay. It's a 20 minute delay? <laughs> Are we really live? We have the, the Adam Dunn right. Show in slow mo. We need somebody <laughs> to find out if we're really live because we can't go on for more than ten minutes pretending we're live. That would, be, <laughs> yeah, that would be sad, and we'd all lose. We'd lose entire hope of everything. So if you could figure it out, what situation? Situations. Uh, we're making sure we're live because if we're live, then you just blew the entire fucking show. That's it. Done. Oh <laughs> no, man. Right. 
Can we check? Can we check on live stream? No, look, live stream? That, that's repeating what we did before. Hey, you're no. right there again. Yeah, because yeah, he was just messing with it. All right, hold on, guys. Go look on Justin's machine. I'm assuming we're live, and if we are live, we are here at the pre-Emerald Cup. Uh, now watch, watch. I'll move show my hand. down below. Check it. What? Right hand? Don't don't even check. Don't check. This is going to be the pre-warm uh, up to the Emerald Cup. Tomorrow we're going to have. 50 plus strains to show everybody and run through. We will not know any of what any of them are because it's a proper event, so it will be interesting for all. I've already heard from multiple sources that if you get those top 50, it's hard. I mean, it's like it's you're already, 900, right? It's 700 plus. Wow. Yeah, last year was 900, and then this they year actually started charging. Yeah, this year. so 700 still. Yeah. But yeah. 700 is like if you're in the top 50 of 700, you've already yeah, earned your That's earned a good your rate, yeah. Uh oh, you might be right. I think you might be in the, the loop. I'm it's on a loop. Hey, Loopy Doo. I think he's checking somebody else's machine. Just I'm checking right sure. now. I'm on live stream. Is there anybody on the chat or are we all alone here just talking to ourselves? It says live down. It says live down. So we are live now, I believe. Can somebody reach out and um, send us your money? <laughs> <laughs> So who do we have here? Who do we have live? I mean, his arm has not been here for 20 minutes. So I, yeah, I did that. That did not make sense. No. There's no arm possibility. There's your uh, yeah, yeah, that was... like uh, a minute, minute and a half delay. That was like three or four. Yeah. All right, whose phone is that? Is this one? Okay, so we know it's something's happening. Uh, is anyone out? I think we got four people. I think we got four people. We have four live people. Nobody knows we're really live. Oh, that's good. There we're people. all live. That's, yeah, that's I mean, like, and this one dead guy, but he's, he's not saying much. All right. So that's two hundred dollars a person right now for the production costs. So we're doing good. We're doing good. Right. We're right. doing good. So you're very worthy. Tomorrow will be a lot busier day. No, no. Tomorrow's gonna be great. And the thing is, today is a good day to figure out all the bugs because, right. as we know, nothing ever goes as planned. And we uh, we had to go and you know slang all this swag from Guitar Center, which was gonna be happy to see us when we come back on Monday. So we'll, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> this shit didn't work, obviously. All this mach- everything you see here is not working. Right. Not. Thank you, to, thank you, Guitar Center. We had to go out and get other equipment to make this work. So all this stuff's gonna all the other stuff's going back, obviously, because you know. <laughs> so, um, but but so we got two somewhere uh, over here. Really high. I, I can't tell by the camera because I can't tell if anything's. Yeah, I know. It's, um, weird. it's weird, man. It's weird. And yeah. I, all I can smell is garlic now, too. I know. It smells good. Garlic. garlic. Dude, you guys, we're allergic to. Oh, yeah, allergic to garlic, too, guys. Sorry. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, <this kid. laughs> Sorry, bro. Forgot to tell you. Look, there's my hand. There's somebody else's hand. That was Who's uh, that? That was Dave. Dave's Two hand. I, two yeah. minutes ago. Like that seems the longest delay I've ever seen. You're waving your hand, yeah. It's that slow. Well, it cannot be that slow. Is we have a two-minute delay on our show? Okay, your watch, right? Okay, there we go. Yeah, somebody had to stop watching. Well, we've got two guys who are saying we're there and everybody sees us. So that's good. That's good. Well, that's positive. Well, we're here also, uh, obviously, thanks to Seeds Here Now, right? Oh. Seeds Here Now. Seeds Here Now. Say it one more time. Seeds, Seeds here, now. here Now. Okay, Seeds that's it. That's enough. that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Three times. <laughs> anything more, it, it, he comes into the camera, and then we have to deal with him. And so it's like, he got so close. <laughs> he almost got into the fucking, it was like, whoa, this is my, yeah. 
Yeah, Beetlejuice. Yeah. This is worse than Beetlejuice, though. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this Beetlejuice is you can hey. get rid of. <laughs> Beetlejuice. <laughs> seeds? Where, and, where, where, and where do you got your seeds? Where are your seeds? Are they here? No. All right. All right they're here they now. ship them from the UK, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no funny radiation. No radiation, for sure. Um, and, and so into the library of seeds here now is going to be... Uh, our friend at TSK, which is an acronym for something that doesn't make sense, of course, because that's you. The seed company. Well, yeah, company with a K. Communist, a K. communist seed company. And total, we yeah. used to be total street knowledge, and we still are. So street knowledge. Knowledge. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, did no, you spell knowledge? Did you, did you, knowledge, did you spell knowledge wrong on purpose? Let me know. No, but I, I you know. <laughs> it's it makes sense. It's kind of. I can already see you. It's like old world uh, yeah. Soviet. You know, you know, like the seed company. But you're specializing in CBD stuff, right? Yeah, totally. Well, not specializing, I would say, because you've got yeah, I'm all special. No, 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 you're definitely <laughs> yeah, not special. Yeah, yeah. I'm not giving you that. You just wow. are, well, special like the short so bus, or like special? Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, might, I mean, there's multiple levels yeah, of special here. Yeah, special. <laughs> it makes sense. Uh, first time out here, right? No, no, I've been out here before. No, but I mean, right here, like I'm in this house. For, yeah, no, never been here before. I mean, Emerald Cup, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. First totally. time for me, too. Don't worry. We're all virgins. Yeah, it's okay. I'm a virgin, too. For, <laughs> look, you cried. You cried when you said it. So then I'm the only one that's been here multiple times? Well, it's obvious. Look at look at us and look at you. You're obviously the guy that's been to more Emerald Cups than any of us. So that's, well, you have the time. It is more of a laid I'm back. I'm surprised you've never been here before. Me, too. Uh, me too, but I haven't. I haven't really. Uh, I mean, I've been to a bunch of cups already, and so it's like for me, cups are kind of almost cup overload. So, thankfully, we got Tim on the show. We got seeds here now, Mister James Bean, making it all happen, so we can like get here and actually. The thing is, to come to these events, like all events, I'd rather come as a VIP than fucking roll to the D8s and go like, God damn it, it took me eight hours to get through the front door. Really? And what the that's hell? interesting. I, I, Is that interesting? No, yeah, that's crazy. Once I would have never Once you guessed. get to a certain level, you're like, you know what? I don't want to deal with that bullshit. I'm never dealing with that again. That's it. This is part of the, it's part of it. Can't help it. I just want to walk right in. No, I just... Fuck yeah. all it's those people. The, I don't care about the walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah walking in is one of the things. Get, yeah, no, saw. walking in is important, but it's also just... You know, having a safe haven somewhere, not right. Being like, having a booth you can crawl behind. Either a booth to <laughs> go to, thing, yeah. either a booth to go to if you're already vending, or like VIP or something like that. You know, like, right. otherwise it's like, oh, this the common folk. So what? what <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible. It's terrible. The, uh, deal with how that. does this Emerald Cup differ from like um, the other? From differ from a High Times Cup? Huge difference. Yeah. Um, definitely more laid back. Not as much hype. Um, you know, you're dealing with a bunch of the uh, backwards boys. I mean, these people have been doing it for generations up here in these. Plus, hills. it's all organic and outdoor. Absolutely, they're very, very regimented about that. It's got to be organic, outdoor. Um, they won't even let us Oregonians come down and compete or anything to that effect. Do the really? That, yeah, um, we did one year, and then they found out who we were, and they're like, "Nope." Oh, wow, I didn't know that was that like, close. Yeah, that's. I mean. Uh, there is a sort of uh, crazy, you know, very symbolic side of it all, though, too. The organic side and the fact that they test everything, make sure it's, you know, clean and disqualify you and even disqualify you if you finish off your strains and inside with lights and 
tell him honestly and you know whatever whatever there is it was like at the end of the day i was like all right i like this there is some integrity to this whole thing because that's one of the parts that misses in in this industry is integrity it's always been the, the same like a lot of guys are like we're doing a cup about ourselves and we're right. going to guarantee be the winners and uh, we have a magazine and you're like all right it's not really that important but what is done like community orientated people that actually do it right especially when it's like the work level that cannabis is outdoor like they're doing here <laughs> organic you know all those little trees those add those add to the whole idea of of uh really mythology and stuff and not being just like all right, I got these clones, and I'm going to buy. I bought these clones, and I'm going to grow them the way the guy told me. It's like, no, you're growing from seed every year, and you're you're, you're really like ending up with like proper fruit. You know what I mean? A fruit off a tree, like you were thinking, like like real trees, but like real fruit from a tree, I'm and not just lemons out of those. That one next door, by the way. <laughs> I'm, yeah. What happened there? We lost somebody. We got we got an injury. We got an injury. Man down. Man down. Man down. Watch out. That's our talent right there. We so, don't lose him. We can't lose that guy. That guy's got us on the air. If you had without him, without him, we would never be where we are. This year, what do you think? Uh, how many people we look? It's at? getting bigger and bigger every year. Um, that's the reason why it's now at the Sonoma County Fairgrounds. Is it used to be at Area 101 for years, and that was even way more laid back. Um, now that it's at Sonoma, it's a little bit more industrialized and. Uh, the more booths, the more people you bring people to see, and the, you know that you have for people to see, the more people are going to come. So, I mean, like, how many were there? Number-wise, I don't know. Well, they've had like twenty thousand, I think. I believe. Yeah, yeah. Quite uh, not necessarily as big as like the Denver High Times. Oh, that was the worst thing I've ever experienced, man. <coughs> what? A too much is too much, you know. What I mean, like, there's the thing. It's like, and also, it depends. If there's twenty thousand people that know what they're there for, compared to fifty thousand people that have no idea what they're there for, right. then it makes a big difference on your experience as a as a uh, just wandering zombies spectator around the whole thing, and yeah. or as a you know booth or whatever. Because there's nothing worse than like bringing in like you know all your stuff and all your work and trying to set it all up properly and then people not paying attention to you that's like you know because they're super, super you know like oh well the guys are giving away free shit yeah, over there they're there for the free stuff exactly. yeah there's a lot of free dabs it's a lot different for sure yeah and also the um free t-shirts or the stuff that's already set up you know you're like oh, okay so um you know and and i think it sounds i mean i can't wait to go check it out because of the fact that there's people speaking that i want to see and there's People, you know, uh, a lot of organic-based stuff, which is, you know, for us, it's like, okay, cool. We're not friendly. We're not the show. Right. Because sometimes we can't pay attention because half the time me and Mitch are trying to make shit happen. And we're like, oh, that was really interesting. But I have to go back and listen to it because, I mean, I missed half the stuff that was going down. Whereas, it, uh, you know, at these shows, it's going to be like people I've never heard of that are going to blow my mind. I can already tell. Right. People I already know of that are going to blow other people's minds. And uh, and also on top of that, the, the the fact that there's the every year I'm sure people just don't know what to expect until it happens, you know. Because if you bring, it's like when you bring like a bunch of talented people together, musician or you know, like music wise, you guarantee there's a jam session going down. Like yeah. there's five guys in the room, and there's a bunch of music you know, instruments, and they're like, "So what are we doing? Oh, I don't know." <laughs> like for sure, <laughs> it's going to turn into a jam session. You know what I mean? And you say, and you bring a bunch of growers together. Um, you know, it's hard to transfer our information in a way that's sort of readily acceptable or quickly absorbable. But I think the fact that we're in a super dynamic place like California, so these people might have all year to kind of like 
show their wares. And then when you're like, why is this vapory, you know, why is this coming off like so much more than anything else I've ever seen, whether it be a strain you've already seen or even maybe a new strain. And then it usually goes back to like super basic organic methods. And you're like, oh man, well you can't beat it. You know what I mean? It's like compared to like very rarely or somebody like, oh yeah, I got this stuff. It's like AB and the salt mix and I just throw it together and look, that's what I get. And sometimes it happens, especially right. in like, you know, cups that are real young and people aren't really going on the turp profiles, but more on the visuals and all that. But I think of these things, you're going to really see those like, you know, kind of people either a, who don't even know how good they got it just showing off their stuff, which is always the best, I think, because that's like, you do realize yeah. this is better, like five times better than everybody else. They're like, oh, I didn't even know why. But also their their source material <laughs> a lot of times is better. They're either the soil they're growing in or the, 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 you know, the compost that they make themselves. They're right. like, oh, maybe it's the compost I'm making from like, you know, my kombucha and coffee and whatever. And you're like, oh, that probably makes sense because, you know, it's all high quality materials going in. Right. I can't believe I did kombucha now, actually. You're a kombucha grower, huh? I never no thought farmer. I was going to be, yeah. Yeah, maker, I should say. I, I, yeah, totally. Now I'm all like... Two's like gone booched from... Booched out, man. It's all booched know? out, bro. <laughs> totally organic. Oh, it sucks. Colorado. Yeah. He's got a beard. Yeah. Bruce yeah, kombucha. I, I, I give up, man. I am South Park in the episode. <laughs> I was thinking, like, uh, yeah, on, the way, on the way here, we flew in this morning because, I mean, we... we we had to get here kind of early, as you guys know, yeah. since you picked us up. And so, uh, but one of the things recently, I downloaded Hulu just because uh, of a fucking Uber driver that I had who was like, hey, have you watched South Park lately? And I'm like, no, not really. And he's like, oh. And I said, he's like, oh, you should watch it. And he started talking to me about it. And I was like, oh, well, I have seen the, the soda no. sopa and a few other little things that were pretty funny. And I was like, you know what? I'm Dude, you should work for Hulu because I'm going for it. I downloaded it right away. I got home, paid eight bucks or whatever, got it, and started watching those things. And I was like, oh, my this God. This season's killing it. It's so, it's so it. Colorado. It hurts. It's painful. Dude. It's like well, it, it's, That's why they win all the awards they win because they're so on top of the political situations. That I think it's also because uh, now that they're moved to Hulu, they can swear like a motherfucker and they don't give a fuck. And it's all like it used to be all beep, burp, beep. Now mm-hmm. it's like there's no beeps anymore. It's all Hulu straight to fucking... Which is kind of funny because you're like, oh, yeah, they couldn't actually swear before, but it seemed like they did. It just never actually hurt it. You know what I mean? Kind of knew what they're saying, but it's like they are just crushing it. If you watch them on the, yeah, if you actually go to, it's funny you actually paid for that because if you could just go to South Park Studios, yeah, that's on Hulu, yeah. So all of them are like that, yeah, yeah. without any money. Uh, but yeah, it's all un- unedited. Uh, yeah, stuff, so it's exactly. Because but before you were getting it through whatever. Right. And it, it is Comedy Central. Yeah, it's because it when you buy them, they're not season this year though, man. If you guys haven't watched that, like I know some people don't watch TV at all, but that is just worthy of of because it's. Well, this I live right around the corner from uh, Cheapa Town. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like yeah, we were from Chipotle, and when I first stayed in, in, in Colorado, I stayed at your place, and that was on Garrison, and I remember I was like taking Garrison and driving up, and I'm like, look, it's Mackie, Mackie and Garrison, I'm like, that is so South Park right there, you know what I mean, like just the combo of, of those two streets, and so uh, if you think about it, like those guys are just so fucking on point for Colorado, but Colorado is also like a little bit of a, I wouldn't say it's ahead of or behind, but it's definitely a, a sort of viable place in in America right now that's got some shit going on but 
I live actually on the. Uh, hopefully, no one's listening to it. But uh, I live on the uh, Colorado Christian University campus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sums it up. Yeah, it, it's cool, man. Um, there's some very cute college girls this year. I have to say. But the uh, no, and overall, the, the I mean, weed wise, they definitely nailed it with uh, their. KFC episode they did, which was actually on point because there was really like KFC giant balls bouncing around on them. Like, no, there was not giant balls bouncing around, but there was definitely KFCs going out of business, and there was also people trying to buy them up to tournament dispensaries, and they were like getting kind of shut well, no, down. No, no, and Randy and his friends were bouncing. I remember the shows. I'm just saying that it wasn't that part wasn't real. I think Sorry. it was, uh, you know, more. Uh, what's the word for um you know, they were it was symbolic. Symbolic, you know, all these guys bouncing around their big balls smoking weed. Because that's what Colorado was for a little while. It was like, look at the size of my balls. I'm putting up, you know, 200, <laughs> 300, 400 lights, and we're just going to just rage dope What's going out. on there, Snappy? <laughs> Studio audience, Snappy? <laughs> Very loud. Boo, loud. Like, on the way loud. to. Uh, shh. Shh. Okay, it's all right. Tell that story. What story? You have no stories. Yeah, the way to, to your house this morning, there was all oh. that. There's that whole district downtown with all the giant balls bouncing. Yeah, the big orange uh, greenhouses right downtown. Oh, your buddy's over at Greenworks? Yeah, those, those, those dicks. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> those guys. What about them? Oh, I just. They, it's a very nice. Uh, uh, Bouncy ball. Thing they got going on there. I mean, they look really nice. Those were those were uh, Nexus greenhouses, I believe. Is that what it is? Yeah, they were. Hmm. Well, right down Nexus greenhouses at downtown. a place at a place that used to be called Denver Bumper. Yep. And it was like really like the spot you would notice it when you drove downtown because it was like oh look just like eh, like real like in your face. There's a fucking warehouse of bumpers and bullshit, and somehow they managed to get those guys out and put up like 2.4 acres of greenhouses, I believe, or something that's, like that. That's insane. Right downtown. Right off the highway. Like, why wouldn't you move out into the middle of fucking nowhere where you get water rights and, like, land and stuff? You could probably buy, like, a ton of land. Yeah, it didn't seem really, like, Just, like, look at... Yeah, so they're bouncing on their big balls. <laughs> big chocolate Yeah, back to balls. that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's a... Yeah, here. Yeah, that was that. That was what you but, see when you go past. You like bouncy balls, motherfucker. No, I shed a I shed a small tear out the corner of my eye. I saw it. Oh, it was sad. <laughs> it's just amazing. Like you know, no one. Uh, like my friends at home uh, back in Ohio, or like my friends anywhere else that don't have that. I mean, even here, you don't have giant glowing grows all through fucking town. You know what I mean? Like it's it's pretty DL here in right. California, right? Like I mean, there aren't like for now. You can't see it from space. I'm pretty sure you could probably see that fucking place from space. I think I saw like two or three greenhouses flying down this morning. Yeah. Blue and I like to the sky. pick them out. I like to look over when I'm flying in from uh, anywhere back to Colorado, but you can't really see anything because oh, you see a lot of a uh, pivot stuff, you know? Yeah. We actually have a pivot this year. We're going to try and do some hemp on. And I'm like, you know, you got to make... Is that like 87 acres or something like that? 86 acres? So. Yeah, I got a mule, too. Or 88 acres. Yeah. yeah? Nice. Uh, yeah. Thank Obama for that. Um, no, but we got a couple acres. We're going to do some uh, test hemp on. 
and uh, and uh, unlimited uh, water is awesome. Like of all the things, unlimited. Want. Like we have uh, senior water shares, mm-hmm. which means like uh, we can we have water before anyone else does. So that's kind of cool. But for two acres, you know, you don't need that much. Well, it depends on. I mean, how much you're how how aggressive you want to go. Where is this? Where is this land of yours? It's in Colorado. Yeah, where? But north, south, east, west. <laughs> um, I it's ah, uh it's somewhere. It's somewhere between like Boulder and uh, once above Boulder, Longmont. Yes, somewhere in that zone. The zone. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good zone. If you were there, if that's a good egg zone to be in, definitely. If that's kind of where elite genetics is at, and that's where a lot of. But some old farmer dude, you know, uh, my partner Todd called and was like, hey, you want to rent us some land? He's like, yeah, I got 100 acres, 10-year lease. Like, oh, you know, as much fun as a 10-year lease sounds, you might want to scale back. So we we came to, the, you know, maybe like two acres, three acres. It's a lot of what do you got for What do you got for seed stock? You're going to be doing a bunch of CBD stuff? I see Here? CBD. Yeah, we got uh, the stuff I made the year before. Um, our buddy Cooper... Uh, was nice enough to uh, put some stuff together and then uh, return me plants. So I crossed with a bunch of stuff that I had. So what is that? Is that the base of what you're doing right now? Um, like what you're bringing bring to the table? The yeah, show? like uh, it was uh, the greatest strains on earth, I think they're calling that. Uh, they're cherry, which is great. Their cherry or? The that, cherry. Is that the Kandahar? No, and then we crossed with the Kandahar that uh, my buddy's brother, um, actually, who I'm staying with his sister, uh, and her dude, whatever. What's um, Kandahar base? Is that a? It's a straight from Kandahar. Like um, his brother, like parachuted into Kandahar and got Gra- like grabbed a two handful seeds. of seeds <laughs> and just took <laughs> off running. Yeah. But I mean, no, he brought us seeds, so we were trying to add a little more Afghan structure. But the Kandahar looked more of an OG structure, where it was like real thin and I mean, nice plant though. But it added like a little bit of a THC. Do you guys hear beeping? Little little feedback or something. Okay. Phone. All right. From. Uh, so yeah, the Kandahar added like a little more THC, but some of them like the F twos and stuff are coming up real nice. And uh, like uh, the plants themselves, I have a whole bunch in a that we're working on just stink like to high L and like ooze resin when you were to top them or something. So. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Ooze. I don't like ooze. It's like resin. moist. I don't want shit oozing resin. And moist resin. No moist resin. No. Please. Moist. Ooze. Moist. Moist. Resin. Moist. <laughs> ooze. Ooze. Well, oozing, okay. Moist, I don't know about it. Was it oozing dry resin? <laughs> that, no, that would be ro- rosin. Yeah. That'd be rosin. It's just, it just, uh, I have a new rosin plant we're working on. It just comes right out of the pores of the plant. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. If it's a smash it, you're just going to scrape it off. Scraping it off. Hey, we, uh, oh, what's that? What's that? What I haven't been on a flyer in a while. Oh, my like God. DJ, yeah. The kid. No, no, you're the kid. How yeah. long do you think this will you're take? You're like the kid now. You're the new kid. Well, new kid on the block. God, yeah. might be, that'd be a cool strain, right? Yeah, NKOTB. NK- It'd be the right stuff, I'll tell N- you that. NKOTB? Yeah. <laughs> I like that. 
What do you like? Just big square blocks of letters? Or this pro- like this has been brought to you by I Toker like Poker. Good job. Good job, dude. You're Thanks. killing it. Yeah. Kill the game. Here, why don't you just do and all of it? Gorilla tape. Do all of it. Because right now, we're, basically, we're, we're pretty much sponsored. This entire show is pretty much sponsored by Seeds Here Now. Oh, Seeds Here Now. Seeds Here Now. You and? And uh, the place at Lent us and Carbon Fold that we haven't hooked up yet. And Gabby over at this Garden Spout. Yeah. Yeah, we hooked up. Best. Hooked us up. Gabby. Gabby, Gabby, Gabby. The king of microgreens. Microgreen Gabby. He had uh, he had lunch for done. He had a, a flat of uh, just it? gave him a whole like lunch bunch of green done. stuff. Like here, eat this. Well, yeah, it was yeah, it was a flat of some Brussels sprouts or something. Oh, wow, Fresh. thank you, thanks. <laughs> a flat of Brussels sprouts. Yeah, I love <laughs> Brussels sprouts. Actually, that's really good. it wasn't a flat. It wasn't Brussels. Sprouts. I was like, uh, I don't know. Jump in there. Get it. What are you doing? Where are you going? Sit he down. doesn't have a mic. It's four. So whatever. Sit down. Be be yeah. annoying. Be barely busted. Yeah. So yeah, High Voltage is actually ACDC's first album, which made sense because it was ACDC's Cherry. So I, I didn't mean to like rob voltage. anybody's name, but like I thought that was I came up with that on my own. Right, killed it. Yeah. And Shirley Temple's ain't after my mom. Entire beats. Tell a, me the ones that didn't a work. Magazine. Out. Tell me about the names that didn't work out. No. no yes. That's, that's talk not. about it. That's not. Why not? It's a marketing nightmare. No, it's not. It's the greatest <laughs> name ever. Come on, you can say it. It's okay. No yeah. one's listening. That's true. I guarantee you. Just maybe four <laughs> people. Four. Four of them are listening. I know Buck. I know Buck's listening. Buck Russell's listening. Come on, he's you know, going to, some, whatever uh, you say. He's, he's, being, he's being very nice. He's good. He's taking he's it as as gospel. What? Oh my god! Typos. Yeah. Story of my life. Typo. I'm a grammar Nazi. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's funny. Whoa, it runs whoa, in my whoa, blood. Whoa. whoa. Grammar Nazi. <laughs> grammar. Grammar. I'm an, I'm an anti You're killing, me. You're killing me over here, Smalls. All right, so. Uh, yeah. Tell me. Tell me. What's up? Sunny. What's up? Is, it, is it always sunny? Yeah. With you? How's your arm? All right. It's feeling how, pretty good. How many pins you got? <laughs> how many pins? Five. Five Four pins. pins and a screw now holding my bicep. Four so pins. So, yeah, the screw is actually in your shoulder holding your bicep to your the arm. The screw is in my humerus, in my arm bone. That, that's, not oh, not, yeah. that's not very funny. That's not very funny. You wow. beat me to it. Oh, I oh, love it. Uh, I love humorous jokes. <laughs> <laughs> They're usually the best kind somehow. No dumb intended. Yes. Um, so you got five pins holding your arm together, or one pin and five. Four How did you do that? You, you didn't actually explain. Just some old man. Oh, he got shit, kicked man. off. What's going on? Like you no, slipped in the back. shower. <laughs> just I just stopped man. playing with the kids. I had to reload. Nice kind of stuff. You just old people falling. You could have made up anything you wanted. Yeah, totally. You know, you could have just said like I was wrestling bear. Absolutely. You know. <clears throat> yeah, I should. And Bear Grylls is a definite, you know, he's tough, man. <laughs> so, I mean, you could totally fuck your shoulder up. I could see that happening. Right, right. Yeah, you gotta, you have to learn how to fall, man. That's part of being old, you know. Shit, man. Yeah, I feel you. Know. <laughs> you break easy. Yeah. So, uh, with your broke, with your, with your debilitated <laughs> arm there. Uh, what are you looking at this the show? Anything looking for anything in particular? Just kind of cruising, seeing friends, or what's, what's your you plan? Know, a little bit of everything. Uh, you know, some network. Are you on the? Are you on panels? No, no, no panels. So no work. Fun. No work. Yeah, no pure, work. pure fun, which is nice. It's all He's got the lately, arm so. cast. And it's like a little thing there. Can, I saw that. It was pretty yes. crazy. It was like a rolling tray and everything yep. built in. I love that. Yep. Yep. 
I love a use. You're not left-handed, though, are you? I am. Oh, that makes it awesome. Right? Right? Yeah. It's not that So you didn't even care. No. You're like, whatever. No. It's an old injury, though, and it's preventing me from carrying pots around and mixing dirt and all the stuff I love, so... Oh, well, yeah, exactly. Sherman, I mean, that's the funny thing to do. I had an accident, a car accident about, I don't know, four or five years ago, and never thought much of it, but every time I start trimming, it just, like, it literally kicks up within 20 minutes. When when your savior angel guy came out of nowhere and saved you and then disappeared? Yeah, same thing. Does anybody else hear that story? Yeah, yeah, angel. All right, so um, Adam's driving home, passes out while he's driving, because it's late, you know. Oh, you hit the deer the other day. I I see. And you hit the deer the other day. I no, see. no, this is like oh, okay. uh, years ago. Right? I have witnesses. Yeah. No, so he's he a flips the car, and he's in the ditch, and the thing's probably on fire. And no, there's not fire. No, I'm just trying to you know, make it. Uh, anyway, so some dude, like jesus he kind of guy, appears out of nowhere and drags him oh, out of the car and before it blows up. No, he was not blowing up. Uh, I just had to get out of the car. No. And, and then uh, all of a sudden, he's just gone, like yeah. some sort of... Uh, well, he asked me if I had drugs or uh, alcohol so he could, like, get rid of them so the cops wouldn't. He was basically looking for free alcohol is what it came exactly. out. He was like, there's a free beer right there. Boom, car off the road. There's free beers. If I get, it for, if I get it there quick enough, if I get all the beers for free. stash right now, bro, because yeah. I got you guns, no, he asked me, alcohol, he said, hookers, drugs, dead hookers. Whatever you, got. whatever you got. Dead hookers, drugs. You need it. I got it. I'll drag it out of here. And it was gone, like, uh, magically. And then the cops came and were like, yeah, you're tripping. You're tripping balls. Tripping they thought balls. I was hanging out with you, tripping balls, pretty much. <clears throat> Every story that two comes up with starts off with tripping balls. That's guaranteed. Well, not all of them. No, everyone I've heard so far. Everybody that you that heard. That was a good time. Right? I mean, Every story so you heard was tripping balls. Tripping balls. Tripping balls. Tripping balls. So, yeah. so he has a vial with him is what that, you're saying. That, no. No. I, no. no. Oh. Years ago. This is back oh. when he was tripping balls. Oh. Yeah. Literally. It was a while ago. Right. Before he ate the vial. Yeah. So, like, uh, well, My birthday's around 420, so it's just a oh, natural wow, party. You know what I mean? Like. Oh, look, they're doing this whole thing. I can go out and party and hang out with people. So I try and tend to uh, trip balls. <laughs> trip balls. No, I haven't noticed. Yeah. So, uh, sponsors. These aren't well, real lighters. We only have, we only have uh, Coca Poker, you, Coker and Poker. who else? And Torchless. And Torchless. That's it. That's I it. love it's the Torchless. It's a three way. Oh, it's that a, thing's cool. As, yeah. um, so, uh, we're I'm allowed to swear. You can swear whatever the hell. Yeah. Dude, that thing's cool as fuck. So it's basically like a. A Sony lithium ion out. battery right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Titanium skillet right here. Yeah. You get two of these. Attach it to any bomb. Push the button. Automatically get stoned. Oh, dude. <laughs> really? really Van- where's, hey, where's Vanna White? Where is she? No, but Canna the thing's White. kick where's ass, Canna White? man. Like, uh, seriously. Uh, White? You don't have her. Because I can't have a, I can't have like a yeah. email at my house. I have dogs. So the next, you know, this yeah. thing I know like oh, I'm going to no be torch. starting There's a fire. No Has she moved on to other endeavors? Vanna White? Yeah, I no, named she's her. And she's moved on. She uh, she was abused. Believe it or not, people thought. Uh, what? Uh, we used her name. Using, we were this using tits dark. to sell seeds. No, well, like obviously that. you were. But besides well, that, she had yeah. a pair of tits. It was not my fault that they came attached to her. She do tits sell oh seeds? Because if they do, yeah. then um, more tits. Yeah. Well, we had we to, need more tits. No, people were upset, so we had to get rid of her. So I mean, not get rid people of her, but were she. Upset. Well, that and they send her. They would send her. They would send her pictures. Are you saying people were upset because of tits? Yeah, yeah. That it was over sexist. Uh, oh come on! Yeah, and that we weren't. Uh, and you lost how many customers because of that? I don't know. One, I mean, and you gained five hundred. So like, I'm probably not worth getting rid of that. No, she's still around. She's. I still have the account. She's back up now. Now that uh, uh, Crystal's she's, back. She's not here promoting our show. 
Um, no, she, she's busy. Uh, we would never complain. You know what I, mean? I will have a Playboy model tomorrow at the booth, though. Playboy model at the booth. Guaranteed. What was your name? What's the Playboy model? <laughs> that, Justine. Justine. No, yeah, just actually, it's my buddy. Uh, just his wife. But she's like a Playboy model. Really? Yeah. She works for Playboy. Just it's teen. crazy. Justine. Teen. Yeah, but she's not a teenage girl. She's definitely not a teenage. She's like Justine 34. Odie was saying that uh, Playboy is no longer. Oh, no, no more kids. No more photos. photos. Yeah, yeah, no more, and, man. And Pamela Anderson's going to be the last one. Oh, God. Everyone wants to see her. God, Jeez. no, nobody. <laughs> what? Come on. Are you kidding? Oh, God. Oh, uh, God. Giving oh. Tommy Lee nightmares. Tell him. Flashback. That'd be like seeing Caitlyn Jenner up in that. Up, all up in that. All up in She's that. She's a brave, beautiful woman. The best part was when he was saying that he was over it, like already. He was over it already. You heard that one? Huh? He was over it. What, being a chick? Yeah, I was like, yeah, this is boring. That's why he kept the schlong. Yeah. Yeah. He never did it. <sighs> Probably the most overused hermaphroditic name in the last year, too. Anything with... Anything her- Hermie was a Caitlin. Herpes. Herpes. Yeah, herpes. Yeah, it sucks oh, herpes. that, it sucks that herpes. 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 aren't like funny because then you could uh, uh. start breeding up like the Caitlin. You know what I mean? Yeah, don't worry about halfway through. That's just going to go Hermie on you. Guaranteed to change. Yeah, it's fine. It'll still, still make more tits, but it's going to get a dick or two on it. You become your own instant seed company. <laughs> I'm a breeder. You're a brave woman. Speaking of instant seed companies, too. Oh, man. That was a nail. Nailed that one. <laughs> God, God, oof. No, um, no, but you're on your intro. It's all about the packaging. You know? no, it's not all about the packaging. It's about and the, the fact that they're damn good seeds. Yeah, the seeds. is The packaging so says damn good seeds on it. That's how you know. No, I, I did like your packaging. I thought it was very, very, you know, you have to keep yourselves a little bit separated from the herd here. Um, I think in the next few years. Hundreds of seed companies are going to come on the market. They're already there, but <laughs> yeah. good luck hundreds. finding a name. Hundreds <laughs> of them, but yeah. whether uh, they stick or not is a big question. Yeah. And it's going to be a lot of you know R and D. Unfortunately, a lot of bullshit too. With like you know, oh, you have a, you know twenty seven people on keyboards all day just hyping your shit that never grew right. stuff that don't even know what they're talking about. And right. well, what's the best part since last year? Since I gave away all those seats for uh, Boxing Day, people have like run them all out, and I've gotten. Great reviews and samples and uh, test results from a bunch of them. So, and they're all showing uh, some pretty awesome traits. What's uh, your what's your what's your ratios? It depends, Ben, on what you want. See, basically, because there's the TAC gene in there, we have um, like 25 percent high CBD ratios, and then like say the ACDC was capable of 25 to one. So there's 25 percent of those, and then. 50% of two-to-ones or one-to-ones like the male was, and then 25% more on the THC side. But everybody seems to have CBD in them. I mean, maybe two out of a 1,000 seeds that we had had no CBD, but we're, like, outrageously high THC. So, and that was those what's, are, your, what's your highest ratio? Uh, we have an 87-to-1. Wow. That we just, uh, and then we just crossed out with a 17-to-1 that we call the uh, Ron Jeremy. And then uh, we also got some more 17-to-1s and some other 25-to-1s uh, that we crossed together. Yeah, we, yeah, you know, just making seeds and stuff. Making medicine. Yeah, it's good for people. Like, uh, 
And it's cool because some of the stuff that we're releasing is... Um, uh, oh, awesome. Oh. Uh, Somebody's having too much fun. That's when you know you're doing it right. Fire alarm <laughs> set off. Going directly to the fire department, too. They're going to be here within three minutes. It's the main one, dude. Go straight How about opening the window? Straight to Bird the door. popo. <laughs> Push the button. <laughs> Push the, the button to make it go. Oh, there we go. Oh, that was good. Anyway, some stuff we're releasing is, you know, like uh, elite stuff, like a uh, good star dog or, you know, the, co- the forum cookies. <laughs> and then a lot of stuff is. Uh, nope, that didn't last. <laughs> Here, why don't we turn on the ceiling fan right here? And open yeah. the door. Let's and open the door. Um, also, where's the, there's an off switch over there. Is that this? Quick emergency. Oh, we're on now. Oh, it's on, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> Shit's about to get nuts. Tornado in effect. There you go. The vortex. <laughs> And then we have It'll some. go off again. It's going to go off in a second. Don't worry. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> well, we're all taking a smoke break, so it's kind of... Yeah. It's like, oh, got to smoke some more. That's how we do it. Smoke them going off. You need those seeds here now. Uh, uh, shower caps that I was saying that you should get done. Shower caps? Yeah, because yes. you know that would be... the smoke detector so they don't go give off. To all the cl- you know, give them out of all the festies and stuff and be like, yeah, I love those guys. Because then it's like you're looking up and you're like, I love seeds here now. Right. That's actually one of the greatest uh, uh, merch <laughs> products I think I've ever heard of, for real. You like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. it's really I good. Know. I know, it's cheap. I bet they'll be like, no one's ordered shower caps in years. Like, we have millions of them in the back. <laughs> actually, when we were getting on the plane earlier today, there was a guy with a shower cap on in front of us. What? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't notice. That. I was no, sorry. no, I'm sorry. That was at the uh, gas station we stopped at this morning before we got. Yeah, on the I, was, I was too tired to notice anything at the airport today. On our plane, some I'm lady locked herself <laughs> in the bathroom the whole flight. Yeah, no. it was like everybody was like trying to get in there, and was like, <laughs> "She's coming out soon." <laughs> what? Yeah. what? was that about? I don't know. She kind of weird. It was a very bumpy ride. We're getting, yeah, you know, pretty bad awesome. storms coming out. Very turbulent. Yeah, we had some turbulence, too. It's like the turbulence? Was it turbulence? Turbulence, yeah, brah. Dude, turbulence, brah. That's when it gets really derpy, brah. You were flying around. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing dabs. Flying around, brah. I was doing dabs. It was all turpy. I hit, like, a lot of turbulence. Yeah. Southwest now lets you do dabs. and gives you snacks. Snack and dab. That would be great. Snack and dab. That's all you need. Right. Man. I mean, pretty much all you want is the... You don't need to like, get wasted. Just need a couple dabs. A couple dabs and a snack. Boom. Done. Make everybody happy. They hate the torches, though. I can tell you that much. You'd have to have it. Well, you'd have to have one of these torchless mouths. you have to email, for sure. Actually, this thing that we're... Uh, What's ba- going on? What, ba- are you, what are you doing? <laughs> Catching imaginary... What is going on over there? Just grabbing smoke. Man. Whoa, smoke dude. Up. I wish I was that high right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'd be tripping balls. For real. That guy was nuts. <laughs> he was literally trying to get smoke into a tube magically. Sucking it up. <laughs> what was going to happen? Uh, the tubing has been provided by... Um, uh, Gabby from the uh, Garden Spout. Yeah, that was thank pretty cool, man. Thank you, Gabby. Good people. Good people. Like... 
And close to 1.3 miles, miles away. 1.3 miles from this house. So like, you know, it's interesting when you come to California and your friends, you're like, oh, I know somebody, and let me see where he is. Oh, it's 1.3 miles. That does not happen very often in this state. You know what I mean? Like, is there a filter on there? We have a carbon filter, everything, yeah. Wow. Fan, carbon filter. Got it all going on. Nice. That was very nice. We should throw up some lights in this thing and just rent it out for a couple more weeks. All right. Between that, between that, and the uh, and between that and the uh, shower caps, would be crushing it, crushing right. the game. Baby, well, baby, those at the cup had a guy that uh, got tagged for the two hundred and fifty dollars smoking fee at the uh, at a hotel. So he's telling management that if he was to go smoker friendly and provide carbon filters and fans so that he could clean the smoke, he would find himself becoming real full all the time, which would make sense because all most hotels are really against it all, but. If you throw a carbon filter in the room with yourself, it's going to clean the air for you. Yeah, and the thing is, it's like they charge you two fifty, but when it's when it's tobacco, it's really worth the two fifty. Right. But when it's weed, it's like yeah, what have to do? Febrezed it for five seconds and it came out. Yeah, right. it's good to go two fifty. You know, what I mean, like that shit don't linger and it don't stick the same. Plus, carbon's like eternal. All you got to do is like go out and roll it around for like an hour, and it's back to being car- you know, and you can just go ahead and throw it back in there. You know, it's not like it's uh ever goes bad. It's carbon renewable product. Yes. Who's rolling? Who's rolling their carbon around? I do that. No. Yeah. yeah. You were the you were the biochar guy back in the day. Yeah, actually, I love biochar in my soil. It really does. It's like a apartment complex for microorganisms. You know. Right. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Like there's a a bio like a piece of biochar one inch square has enough the same. Uh, Service area as a football field or some shit like that. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Like it, like this much of that. Right. It, so it's like a condominium complex for bacteria and whatnot. Mm. Uh, and Which is I mean, very good for plants. Yeah. Bacterial condominiums. I love those. Bacterial <laughs> condominiums. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. It sounds awesome. Yeah. It's gross. Hook me up. <laughs> that's no. Unfortunately, that's like the. That one product from Gabby that I do disagree with is those 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 uh, pots that are the flat ones that you roll and you make the bottoms up. Oh, the now that's oh, a the air, that's like a bug pots. hotel. Yeah. That's what it's I think. like that I thing think, like yeah. that downtown in Denver, yeah. the yeah, turntable total, total hotel. Bug hotel. But yeah, it's like uh, let's see how many bugs we can get. Like uh, fungus nets, especially oh, they just yeah. like to like fly in those. It just seems like fungus net central. Yeah. Like like hey, well oh that's that guy. Two hundred fifty holes. All right, yeah, I know Gabby now. Yeah, two hundred oh. fifty holes that are all like moist and kind of like dark and moist. I got this one here. That's I smell bacon. This one's nice. I smell a lot of bacon. Oh, there's bacon cooking. That's bacon, bacon cooking, bro. Wow. I can tell these guys awesome. don't know who I am. They're like, hey, let's get Adam here and cook a lot of bacon. And then we'll cook a pig. <laughs> and then I'm like, really? Okay, these are all things I'm not. But there's doing. a lemon tree out front. The yeah. lemon tree out front is like, yeah, so let's suck it, bro. I'm going to eat a pig suck tomorrow. You want some of the succulents also. Yeah. Succul- I'll succulent this right here. You. I'm like, you guys definitely don't know me that well. But we do have TV. We have TV with the worst television possible with Cher on it oh right now. God. I was going to say, was that Cher? That was Cher. That was, that was like oh a, either Alien or Cher. It was one of the two. <laughs> one of the two, right? They look <laughs> about the same. Both, both about I'm the sure the time. caterer will make you a salad tomorrow after Thanks. we eat this whole pig. Yeah, pig, pig dribble salad. Well, yeah. What are they stuffing it with? Who cares? Uh, like, turkey. Like, uh, like, uh, like you're going to uh, eat the stuff. And then like a, uh, a lamb, hopefully. Right. 
A turducken? They're gonna no, like a different one. Like a, a pig stuffed with a lamb stuffed with a... Yeah. Like a yeah. M- mammalian version. Sounds awesome. Is there um, anything special you... Um, mammalian ducking. What? What do we have? What do we have? What do we have? I was asking Sonny what he would like to smoke. Oh, yeah, we have all these flavors up here. Are these all your flavors? Yeah, they uh, are. Homegrown Natural Wonders flavors here. Oh, these are uh, quantum Kush here. And nice. that's all from the quantum, yeah, Homegrown Natural Wonders gardens as well. How do we know if there's anybody listening? Is that like a possibility? Can like we <laughs> I know Buck Russell's <laughs> listening because he's already commented 10,000 times. So Buck Russell? Yeah. Sounds like your guy almost. Millions of people are going to be listening. What a great name. You like that? Buck is, yeah, Buck is, that's like a, a man's man. Name. Man's man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Russell. Yeah. Wow. Russell him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a guy with a kid named Grizzly, actually. It's kind of cool. Like, Grizzly? Grow, think about growing up with a name named Grizzly. Yeah. Yeah. And does he predisposition to be Grizzly? Or what? Actually, if we're on the show, um, it, it's uh, Rich from Ambessa, who makes terrific nutrients and... Uh, I know he's not a sponsor of this show, but man, that's good stuff. And he named his kid Grizzly, so. Like a bear. Like a bear. Like a bear. And then uh, Josh named his kid Cash. Maybe we can roll a joint. With That'll a C work. or with a K? With a C. Oh, he just likes Jerb Cash. Don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Like, not pretending it's not, it doesn't have any good. That's right. a good, I mean. It's not a bad. I mean, his name's Cash. I mean, how hard is life going to be? Wow. Well, yeah, I have a friend. I have a friend who moved back to Colorado, and his kid's name. One of them's named Colorado River. That's his name, <laughs> and he's from Nepal, and he's like fifteen, sixteen, something like that. And it's like, so your kid's name's Colorado River. He's rolling in from Nepal. To Colorado, he's probably going to get slightly made fun of. I can see, I can see, right. making, I can see some, you know, even though I might get away with it because it's Colorado. But right. and the other one was called um, Ultra um, <laughs> Ultra. What the fuck's the name? Yeah, I can't remember. Ultra's a great first name. Yeah. Nobody gets that. Like, uh, o- <laughs> you know, I'd have a kid's name Ozone and uh, what was the other one? Uh, from uh, uh, Breaking to Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. Oh, yeah, Ozone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, oh, oh, Ultraviolet. That was your name, Ultraviolet. Wow. Yeah. Which is kind of a cool name. We got a minute for a girl. What's your name? Ultraviolet. Like, um, <laughs> okay. And what's your kid? What's your brother's name? Uh, Colorado River. You're like, all right. You oh, should have kept with the theme and named hippie, him like uh, hippie parents, obviously. Um, infrared. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> a couple more kids like full spectrum and full spectrum yeah. infrared. Yes. You got the full. Then you have the. Then you have the. Uh, the the full spectrum, I think. At that point, that would be the full spectrum. We could combine the whole names. So, uh, speaking of full spectrum, you're going to be bringing in your entire line or part of your line or what's the deal? What are you doing right now? Like, you started t- putting your feet and toes in the water or are you kind of coming with every, with full guns blazing or what? Well, I wanted to uh, make sure I grew all the stuff out or had somebody else, you know, like, and it was... Not going to get all freaky-deaky uh, before I released it. And then we had some uh, stuff tested to make sure that it would be CBD-rich. So I wasn't, like, selling some bunk-ass shit, you know? 
Like, uh, there's a lot of people who are like, we got CBDs, right. and then you're like, no, you don't, because they don't have a, a online lab or like you don't have a lab like you know available. And I have a great lab, uh, Kathleen. If you're uh, eventually listening to this, which you probably will, uh, you're awesome. You're like one of the best chemists I've ever met, and uh, I'm glad to have you on the team. But we tested like a good thousand different tests last summer and trying to like track and see if the ratios go you know depending on uh as it grows and harvest window well not only that but like you know say you start a seed and it's like this tall you know like a foot 18 inches tall you know what's the ratio there versus like when it's fully resined out and the whole deal and is there a pattern to it you know is it like uh, trackable or is it all and what we came to conclude is it's very not consistent and uh you know might as well wait till it starts to flower a little better to test it so but we got a lot of uh i grew some terrific crosses that we made and i gave some to my neighbors and they all turned them out too and it's they're it's it's terrific actually um some of it is just dank as you can do do huh poo poo yes <laughs> Dookie. <laughs> Dank as dookie. Yeah. Whoa, that's heavy shit, man. So yeah. Heavy shit, bro. On your uh, progeny, on your offspring of these projects, have you found some pretty flavorful uh, CBD profiles that have like one-to-ones or two-to-ones and have that, you know, that nice taste? Yeah. Uh, the bird is what we call that. It's like a, a canatonic sour tsunami number two from Harborside times the cherry kandahar uh it tastes like a a fruit bowl kind of like you get everything from mangoes to oranges to cherries to like even like coconut at a low temperature it's pretty cool and some are like really um like if you make the i'm talking oil extract stuff uh some of it tastes like straight robotoxin yeah you know what i mean like that like to where you just like guzzled a bottle of toxin or something you know yeah and uh like like you do i I, you know that's a weird (laughs) weird buzz for me i'm not good with that uh but you know what i mean like uh so it's it's medicine and uh i'm expecting a large amount of ratio so it's hard to like nail it down because of the 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 you know there's three or four i mean once it gets down to like the cherries and uh the cookies i mean it's a lot of different all together in there and then once you start crossing stuff on there then you got like polyphenols yeah your recessive traits and yeah. whatnot they're going to show up absolutely but everything that we've started has come off just ridiculous and uh it's it's a wide variety depending on what strain you're looking at you know so it's variable but is it definitely there oh yeah it's there man oh it's there it's awesome uh it adds a little flair to everything the woos you know i mean there's certain ones that obviously have more of a uh, CBD vibe, you know, like the F2s and the Woos and the ACDCs, where the, uh, like, the THC gene isn't doubled up, like the cookies or the, the Stardog would be. Sure. Have, have the listeners gotten a background on the Woo and that kind of information? Um, I mean, the Woo has been kind of, like, discussed, I guess, along a few shows, I'm sure, but um, basically what the mother plant to the uh, Charlotte Schwag, right? Yeah, uh, the... <laughs> As we know, uh, as so we know the, now. there was the Wu one and the Wu four, and then in the Wu four turned into the R four, and then the R four turned into the Charlotte's Web, 
and I brought the R4 out, or the Wu 4 out here from my buddy Wu Tang um, in Cleveland. Not the Wu Tang, but a Wu Tang. Yeah, not like the rap group, but uh-huh. um, you know, let's not get things not mixed up, man. And uh, so, yeah, I, I think uh, someone else is releasing some R four seeds. I don't know if uh, R four seeds really. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, um, are we allowed to? I don't know who's doing it. Uh, Colin. Oh, is he uh, Ethos? Yeah, but he's got them feminized and stuff, which is cool. I guess are they still variegated or what? Do they carry? Yeah, that? I would think if you were like to feminize it, it would. Uh, inbreed that gene and they become more feminized. But well, they should be variegated though, right? I mean, that's one thing I, with my R4s that I still have. They're like ugliest plants in the crew, and it's pretty obvious what they are. It's like it's be hard to t- not identify it. So if it was if it was healthy and looking really normal, I'd be like, that ain't it. That's I mean, right. honestly, the uh, bird and the uh, woos have the woos have some seriously nice variegation. You know, like half the whole leaf will be yellow. It'll just look all slick as fuck. And those kind of go away with more amino treatments. They kind, you know, the more you, right. if you feed them. But like, Phil, uh, hey, you know, Phil has mm-hmm. um, some growing up in Chicago, and they just look terrific. Like just, but they're just goofy looking plants. Do they know? still have that trait though? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, but yeah. they're growing healthy and and very vibrant. I mean, I, I mean, it doesn't necessarily grow unhealthy. It just definitely has that, like, okay, if you don't have that, it'd be pretty hard for somebody to look, I have the R4, and it's like you look at it, and if it wasn't very good, you'd be like, well, that's not it. You know, it's, it's kind of, you yeah. know, how I recognize the fact that um, somebody else, you know, how I knew um, Same with the, cams and the Charlotte's like that, Web you know, was what it was because I was, uh, you know, like, hey, that, that's my plant. It's obviously uh, the variegation is very profound. And it's a, one of the few plants other than the chems that do that. Although my G thirteen's doing it like nice halfway down one leaf, it looks it just it looks cool. It know? does look cool. The yellow and the the green right next to each yeah. other, it's, it's kind of cool look. But it doesn't yeah. feel it doesn't feel like it's vibrant though. It feels no. like there's something weak on the plant, like a little bit. Like are they doing that? Why do they throw those those traits out? I'm a little bit like, nervous yeah. that they're not going to put out. 100% what I want but at the same time if it's something like that where you're like I gotta keep it cause maybe it's a shade loving but I think about it you know like that's a, a variegation in, in other plants like pothos and stuff like that they uh, that's why they grow like on your refrigerator all behind it and like that kind of shit because they don't take much light right? because they don't have to process much chlorophyll to make themselves grow fast you know Yeah, variegation is an interesting trait. I've I've seen it, you know, over the years, and actually I've seen it a little bit with like the blackberry uh, strain lineage a little bit. Uh, probably more of like the black Russian. I don't know if it's specifically you know, uh, tied into the blackberry itself, but right. I have seen it. Um, yeah, really interesting. No, it's. I mean, the key to a lot of stuff is like um, since we're not always having accessibility to labs and stuff to be able to track our shit. If it's visual, it's a lot easier. I mean, it's a lot easier as a breeder to, like, say, hey, look, here's a purple strain, here's a green strain, put them together, and then go, like, check the results. You're like, hey, look, amazingly, three out of four were purple. And, you know what I mean? It's like, and then the second generation, two out of four, and then it was one out of four, and then all of a sudden it was all of them. And you're like, yeah, that's how it works. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, guys, mm-hmm. now you understand, and yep. now you have to, like, do that with other <laughs> traits. And with the other traits, it's a little bit more harder to sort of put your finger on sometimes because 
you're you're not always uh, able to physically, you know, track stuff physically, but also, you know, follow your data because the data sometimes gets a little muddled. Um, and it's also like in the beginning, it might be really clear because it's like a green and purple situation. But once it's like the difference between a chem and a diesel or a OG, it's like that's really down to the person. Like this one's a little more sweet, or this one's a little more accurate, or this one's got chalky vibe to it, or something like that. But it all depends how you grow it too. I mean, yeah, and sure. yeah, also what you're looking for. Like some guys, they they gravitate towards sweet stuff and other people like myself I don't gravitate I, I like the chalky shit myself or like really like gritty sort of like as you exhale it's like ooh that was something <laughs> that's kind of my whole deal I don't want it to be it's all fruity that tang you know fruity chewy you know the under yeah. part of it that tastes like uh, your aunt's basement or something you know that's sure. what I like that uh, that like danky. really danky like it's been sitting there but yeah the basement thing is funny too because it's like everybody has that memory in their in their sort of history of like 10 years old going down to their grandmas or their aunts or their uncles or their friends or their whatever and like i had an uncle who uh you know wasn't like a gun craze or anything like that but he had a, you know his ar-15s and he had his russian submachine guns downstairs and the combination of knowing that the guns were in there downstairs the smell of the room and everything and the work in the workshop and the like machine shop that he had it was always like super in my in my memory banks because I'd always be like, "Ooh, he's out of all right, he's out of the house. I'm gonna go down there, fuck around with his guns." You know what I mean? I go down there and like the combination of I knew I was I knew I wasn't supposed to be there, and then the rawness of the whole place because he had like these like uh, reloaders for shotguns and he had the kind of like the basic stuff there, and so it's I was got always a certain smell. Oh yeah, it's a smell and it's a vibe and it's like a. Gun cleaning solvent. Yeah, it's just weird. It's not so like yeah, that's, that's actually the flavor I like in weed right there. <laughs> no, but it, but it's it, it's not even that. Some it's not even that. It's just nine. yeah, uh, hops number uh, yeah, shell number twelve. Uh, Adam's yeah. grandpa's basement. Yeah, but it was just weird because it was the like kind of memory stuff where you're like, you can't you can't not remember it. And it wasn't that I was like gravitating towards the gun side of it all, but it was just kind of a combination of the fact that my I had this like I knew if I went down there I could like find my uncle's guns and I could find my all this sorted kind of shit and he had like a couple grenades and they were not real or nothing this actually reminds me of that conversation we were having earlier about climbing to the top of the water tower and seeing if you could fall off yeah. you were saying yeah, yeah. So it just sounds like a bad idea it's bad ideas I have a, <laughs> I have a lot of to play with my grandpa's guns you know and like, yeah you know get in there and start but no in general though I, I think a lot of it I mean smell to me is like the weirdest thing because that's one of those memories that you can't like get around it like if you're standing there and you smell something you're like whoa what is that wait a minute when I was six <laughs> and I had a powerful yes it definitely triggers memories in a big kind of a way yeah so I think from a grower's point of view it's like you know like the first, it was really funny when I first came back to Colorado um, this is guy Mike who had a friend of Big Mike's actually but another Mike and he had a bubble gum that he had picked up in... He had somebody else who'd come over to Amsterdam 95, picked that up. And that's pretty much, like, right when we'd put it out. Came back, grew it, and well, just... It was had, real. You know, just right on point. Like, that was it. That was what it was, you know. To the point where then I got it from him, grew the clone out. Was like, yeah, okay, it's really nice structure and everything. Wasn't quite 100% there with the taste and the smell and everything. But I made seeds from it. And then the seeds that I made from it were like on point like to the weird like factor where i was like 
1993, like, in my face, you know what I mean? Took one hit, and I was like, that's weird, because it's like this weird, like, mystery smell, because it's like bubblegum's already been kind of, like, adulterated by so many other people's misconceptions of it being real fruity and bubblegummy, like, oh, it's going to taste just like Bazooka Joe, and it's like, no, didn't have any of that. The whole idea was it was like, you took a hit, and you left the room, and you went out for the whole day, and you came back, like, fucking eight to ten hours later, and you walked in the room, and you're like, somebody just smoke a joint here because it stinks like it had that lingering quality which i like which isn't but isn't what people think of people always like on the fruity because sensi uh serious seeds also got the same cut that i had and then added their own male to the mix and it was a female it was a sativa influence so their shit was like fruity and that's not i was like no it's not what it was about it was about that acrid uh you know kind of like American base like kind of like what American weed was at at that point where people just liked it if it was gritty you know and didn't find it that much but like uh, maybe with uh, in Florida you had Crippy you know places like that you had strains that were like definitely interesting but not distinctively the just couldn't put your finger on I was like whoa what's Crippy is it a whole bunch of different strains, or is it one, or is it like a style? I don't know. That's, uh, I heard some some rumors of some new Crippy coming. You heard of that, too? You know, I thought I heard something about that recently. I want some Christmas bud, man. I want some crispy school, like, you know, little Christmas tree buds that taste like you're smoking on a pine tree. Yeah. Like, that would be... <laughs> that was like Gainesville Green type stuff, or... It was coincidentally a lot of that weed came around Christmas too. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, huh? But they all look like little trees and how does that always super happen? piney, like super duper piney, like you, Vermont uh, from Vermont or something or I don't know. It was just it was very very good. Where was it from? The Christmas me piney, but now those flavors too. Those are like literally growers who retired. You know what I mean? So like we'll never see it again because that guy's gone. You know and. Didn't know what he had, how good it was. In, in those that seed stock's still out there, though. You know, oh and no, and those flavors will pop up again as long as we protect it and make sure that you know to protect genetics and serve yeah. mankind, bro. That's right. <laughs> motto of all mottos. But uh, weirdly enough, though, it's um, very possible though that we, you know, the, the the holders of those certain flavors don't really hang on to them properly, lose them. Whereas next generation, it's kind of like the New York City Diesel is a good example. That's one of those strains that, like, that flavor had to have been around because there's no way it was just n- it created on that day. On that, you know, what I mean, it was like that soapy, weird flavor that you're like, huh, that's weird. I ha- I'm surprised I haven't had that flavor before. And then, ten years after the fact, you're like, actually, a whole bunch of strains have that. You know, mm-hmm. now it seems like there's about six or seven strains out there at least. Or just different examples that you're like, hmm, if you don't know it's New York City Diesel, you might think that's a unique flavor, but I would just go, oh, that's that soapy kind of whatever flavor that I'm not really interested in, you know? And that kind of comes up every probably eight to ten years, I'd say. Like, you know, there's like a a new flavor style. And like like haze, I don't see a good haze ever now, you know? It's like, like, come on now. I actually uh, gave Cooper some uh, of that that Flying Dutchman purees. Yeah, times that itself that I made, and then he's actually got those growing. So, 
Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's like, I understand it's, you know, nobody wants to go 13-week strains and all that, and sure, but if the difference is 13-week strain that everybody's, like, clamoring over to get to you compared to, like, something everyone's like, oh, whatever. We took one of those uh, 13-week super silver hazes and uh, crossed to a sweet tooth. And brought it down to about nine N- to ten. Number months. three, the sweet tooth number, th- number three, or was it just some random? It was a fairly yeah. random. It was sure. Super sweet, pink, purple, uh-huh. um, tight buds, no dry shrinkage or anything. Right. Um, but yeah, so it gave it a sweeter taste. We call that our touch of gray. Um, but yeah. You still have that one? Or? Oh yeah. Nice. But it yeah, will we're survive. Still working it. It will survive. Oh, yeah. Touch grape. Wait, wait, wait. 27 minute jam. Hold on. <laughs> oh, you know. That was actually awesome. That was a pretty lame yeah. song, Touch of Grape, though. That was kind of. That was like. The, that was like them was on video. their. Like, that it was, was like a sellout. Hell in the book. That was a video, full yeah. sellout. I remember I was like uh, 10 and I ran up right. to my mom. I mean, and right, even really listening to it now, I could just be like, that's so not. That's not so lame. No, <laughs> that is I mean, it was good when they played when they played it live. Live, yeah, live because they would outside. jam it. You know, well, do what else would they do? What else would they do right. <laughs> if they didn't jam it? Like, Come on, guys. But no. yeah, that always made it nicer live. But yeah, but that you could already you could already like watch people listen to that and see the sellout factor of it all. Like, oh my god, that's it. They're done. It's, it's <laughs> Come on, man. You make one video on you on uh, MTV and you're a sellout. Sellout. That was the only one. I think it was. I remember, like, I ran to my mom after watching. I was like, Mom, I found this new band. Uh, well, I, mean, I like, She's like, what's that? And I'm like, it's a grateful day. And she just fucking laughed at me like I'm some kind of fucking idiot, you know? It was, it was awesome. Some kind. Something special kind, She's yeah. your idiot. She's your well, personal idiot. No, I'm her personal idiot. There. Exactly. Yeah. Well, anyway, no judgments there. No, no, but I didn't. Without the dead, we'd have, no, like we'd have no cam dog you know? at this point. There's so, a lot right. of things without the dead we wouldn't have had. Yeah, so um, if you're going to just, you know, go down the list of all the different things. What? Tripping balls. Yeah. Tripping, yeah. tripping <laughs> you would, balls. You would probably not be able to tell half your stories because all your stories are start with tripping balls. Yep. <laughs> they're, <laughs> and they're terrific <laughs> stories about tripping balls. Yeah, so. you'd be like, well, this story would have been exciting if I wasn't tripping balls, but since I wasn't tripping balls... Right. I'll try to. I'll try and make it happen. There he is, the man, the myth. We hyped you up. Really? <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> wow. Gabby brings gifts. <laughs> this is the man that that makes oh. all the the uh, air cleaning possibilities of this room. Here, I'm gonna uh, give him my, my headphones here. Oh, Let we got some fresh <laughs> gifts. We got there. Oh, this is the one I was looking at. Here Yes. Right, Jump yourself so on, yeah. Yeah, I saw some beautiful material that you were uh, sporting there. Was it? What was the I percentage? Flowers too. Nice. I, we were just talking about Cam Dog two seconds oh, as he walked in, nice. and then, quote unquote, I think Cam Dog said, "Without Gabby Bronstein, there'd be no sour diesel, right?" So that's a pretty <laughs> good. Not, it's it's true. I, I know, but he said it though. I know you I say know. it's not true, but he said it. And you, you have to accept it. You have to accept it. Accept it. I mean, be like, okay. yeah, right. Well, really, yeah. if somebody wants to give it to me, I'll take it. But I didn't actually earn that. No, no. I mean, and, and I figure it's just more that you championed it for him and helped him fucking make it into reality, right? Yeah, it's funny because the thing, the people that are responsible for that, 
I just don't think they even remember what happened. It, it was so long ago, and they're so burnt. No, none of them do. They can't agree on anything. It's so hilarious. Like, you watch him and AJ and everybody, they're like, I don't know. And you're like, wait a minute, you guys are all so high at these shows. What was the percentage on that stuff? Like, these are, this is the two? Oh, here we go. Oh, wait, wait, report. Sorry. Don't even talk to me. Don't talk to me. Talk to me. Just speak the report. Total THC. Total THC. 72.8%. Uh, which one? This is the... the, the and continue on. And continue. Uh, total <laughs> CBD, 19.9%. Oh, that sounds interesting. So when you add that together, you get over 90%. I can yeah. kind of annoyed. So. CBN, 2%. 2%. That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Great. What is that? Man... Uh, all of a sudden, the conversation right. stops. <laughs> get broken out. Well, the viewers are like, "This is boring." Mm-hmm. Especially that's anyone who's just that's listening. a dense motherfucking bud. Right what there. is this? Yeah. That's Girl Scout cooking. And uh, not which, which specific? Not, not not the forum cut. That's for sure. No, I think it's the platinum. Platinum, yeah, because it looks like yeah, forum cut's more purple, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is just. I'm used to more. Pur- I'm used to more purple. Yeah. So, 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 yeah. This is like the Larry OG. It's grown by the same grower, and he it's grows some of the nicest that stuff that I, I get. So I figured I'd bring some, rolled some up to share with you. Mm, that one's got nice. That's got real good lemony tones, but also like a weird like Chinese food lemony thing going on there or something, right? Well, I mean, it, it doesn't have as strong of the Kush flavor as like the Master and you know just stuff that you do but no so no I like it I like it. it that one's that one's terpy enough for me that's for sure and it's got that mm, the textures are phenomenal yeah it's one of them cleaner right. cleaner weeds it smells like a cleaner you know yeah like it's a pleasant astringent 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 your nose <laughs> yeah like an astringent like a, yeah like, you know Mr. Clean or something uh-huh. lemony tiny yeah that's awesome so which one oh and I also brought some outdoor, some of the best outdoor that I saw this season. So I rolled one up of that too. I'm not, to be honest, I don't know what it is, but it, it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to smell your cookies, the OG. smell Chinese food. Telling us there. Or Indian, Indian, duck. Indian food, Indian food. Yeah. That's the Larry. We'll light that up for us. Indian, more like India, Chinese, Indian. Any more questions? Oh, you already got, already got. Oh yeah. I come ready. That's really nice. This is really live like television and radio. Right. Really nice ready, right? Soft, but really lo- yeah, loud. Oh, it's totally. I smell Chinese food. I'm telling you. You don't smell Chinese food? Come on. Ah, Chinese. Very good. Very good. Peking duck. Peking duck. Orange oh, Peking duck. I don't eat it. I don't eat it. I just so smell it. I, yeah. I just smell it. <laughs> oh. Let's smoke and see what it smells like. I just like drive by and smell it. Where's the best place to leave this thing? So the thing about so this clear is it's pretty hard to consume it. It's so thick. You know, it's not shatter, but it's, it's right. thick. It's so it's sap. like, yeah, you try to, you know, you kind of got to warm it up. It's but then it goes, if you warm it up, it kind of slips off the thing. Or for you. you can't quite get, yeah. get a grip of it or something. That's yeah. why you guys need some good Happy Daddy tools down here. Yeah. Tell Happy Daddy. Do you have them? 
Um, I, I don't have no. a very good tool right here. We'll see now. We will figure it out. I guarantee I'm pretty sure that in my backpack somewhere I have some tools. Um, let me take a break real quick, and I'll see what I can find. Uh, no uh, breaks allowed. Sorry, buddy. No, no, I mean, <laughs> we, we, could, we could use this. We could just make a mess out of it. No, it's you, know, you can, you can take a break. Don't you? Can, you can, a, you can take a break. Either way. B, I think between our brains and this thing, we'll figure it, it out. We got a scoop on it. This is not bad. Yeah. The worst is when you got a round, like total, like almost like a paperclip style thing. You're like, you're chasing. Ah. But it, it's super hard handling this stuff. I mean, I don't care what tools you have. It's just, yeah. you know. But this, it's some of the most beautiful stuff that I've seen. Uh, I, for me, eighty percent. Did you bring both the same grade or is one of the different grade? No, those are both the A grade. Okay. I, I just figured one for you and one for you. Sure, so sure. Whatever, we'll smoke it. I'll give we'll you more tomorrow. We'll figure, we'll figure it out. We'll figure just it out. Just dealing with it was such a pain. That's kind of why I got here so late. So. Just to deal with this? Yeah. You're like, God I'm like putting something in a little jar for you. Is, you know, like I said, I don't know how to handle this shit. So, but I do have this if you want it. And I have this clean ceramic pan. I'll try the... I'll try the torchless nail. Torchless. Make it happen. Torchless nail. Torchless nail, torchless nail, torchless nail. Sponsor, sponsor, sponsor. Thanks to. Uh, I also got a charger to plug that thing in. I also got the toker poker. You have like a rag to wipe that off? Because if not, you're just going to dirty it. Dab rag. I love my black one. Dab rag. I got a couple of those in my suitcase as well that I noticed that the TSA, of course, pulled out. And of course, I got another letter from TSA. I get one every time I fly. It's not random at that point. It says you should organize your weed better. <laughs> <laughs> this stuff always comes on late. I like, carry all my, I carry all my thing was like a minute later. Oh. Yeah, nose tingle late. Don't stick it back in there until we clean it. Also, just it up. Yeah, I got it. <coughs> we got my special pants. What are you guys talking about? You you know, we're not really talking about Gabby and the Garden Spot. Gabby and the Garden Spot. Pretty much, we did, right? Pretty much. We had the smoke uh, alarms going off in here, so right. blamed you for it. Basically, blamed you. That's. Can you pump that off first? Well, when I pulled up, the neighbors were like looking at me like another fucking person going into this house. <laughs> did they? <laughs> there were these people across the street that were kind of eyeballing me a little bit. That's funny. Another motherfucker. It's gonna be busier tomorrow. Tomorrow's gonna be nice. They better get ready. Yeah. Right. The party. Are, 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 actually, are you doing this at the party tomorrow? We're, we're, yeah, it depends. We're, we're we're hoping to weasel our way in there, but I, you know, no you. Right. Hey, let what? me tell you what the oh, party's sorry. at. Right is that, is that too much? Master dab. <laughs> no, no, I want to watch. You, you don't want to do a half gram dab with the right. <laughs> who's doing? Who's doing big dab? <laughs> I just did one. That was pretty big. Huh? <laughs> I was surprised he choked all that down. No problem. I can do another one. But you want to see? Yeah. Jeez. Come on. Self-service. <laughs> you can share. You and Odie. Oh, I don't dab. You don't dab. Don't I don't dab. Sh- oh, you don't dab. So I'll show I don't it. do much for concentrates. Um, I mainly smoke flowers. Me too. It's good enough. But this stuff is really special. It's yeah, funny. I know guys it like is. Gab, guys like Gab, they'll be super purist, and then all of a sudden they'll be like, I'm totally pure except... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly I consume mostly flowers, but like to share something special with friends that they're not gonna see. You know, like I could bring nice flowers and you can like it and you know, but this is definitely something special. 
So. Always special. Thank you for thanks for thinking of us. Uh, no worries. You always took care of me when I came and visited. We're gonna get the, the we're gonna get the top fifty from the Emerald Cup tomorrow. So that should be a fun. Uh, I honestly think that. I believe. I believe that that, that would, looks. Would, like, no, I believe that that would be in there. Yeah, I can see that being the top ten for sure. Of you know, definitely beyond the top fifty even. The density on it is beautiful. Like that's grown. That's grown. And, like and as a grower, I would say I'd be so happy with shit like that all day long, right? Like, well, the crazy ah, thing that California is California sun. When you yeah. no, that's indoor. Oh, this is indoor. Yeah, ah. and and when you and get it's really good. That's really good for indoor too. And when you get a unit of it, it's all like that. Nice. It's not like that was the top, and I, I mean, it's all like that. This guy just does a great job. And that's a headband you said, or is that a... No, that's a Girl Scout cookie. Oh, that's a Girl Scout. I'm not exactly sure which one. I think it's the platinum. <coughs> impressive, right? Yeah, very impressive. Density, yeah, um, no, density and... Girl consist- Scout usually doesn't produce a lot. No. That's why... No, Girl Scout's usually like one of those... Meh, meh, meh. You're yeah. like, look, I thought it was going to be something. But, you know, the thing about the Girl Scout, I'd say, is not so good of a yielder when you... But at the end of the day, you're like you're like look at it, and you're like that's only going to be like 200 grams, and then it's 400 grams. You know, it definitely it, it, it surprises you with the density. But that is a combination of density and just expansiveness. That's awesome to see because you don't usually see that with Girl Scouts. Usually, kind of reserved on this on this explosive power. You know, some strains explode, but there's no density, and that's not good either. That that's a winner. That's a a double do, and it's got the density with the explosion factor. It's got everything you want. Depends flavor. on what you're trying to do, I guess. Because if yeah. you're trying to just turn everything into a, a hash, you're going to want you want it to be a little more. Yeah, rice. you want more area. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it just really depends on. I mean, now people are growing different, which is all, like, I guess it gives you a good excuse when you fuck up. You say you're growing for fucking concentrated, <laughs> and when you do really good, you're like, it's just another out. That's all. I was growing for flower, of course, bro. It's so dense, you know. No. Oh yeah, that that looseness, you know. That was my angle, dude. I I. I I purposely made my uh, lights. It's easier to blast that way. I purposely right. made, yeah. I purposely made my lights go on for a couple hours a night by mistake. I brought this to you. There you go. So I brought two. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> you remember the product um, Bud Blood, right? Yes. Um, come on, you're a grocery shop guy. Was that still around? Bud Bud Blood. Who makes it? Is that General? I thought General made it at no. one point. No, I don't it know. Sounds who like an advanced nutrient. No, pre- maybe it is advanced. It's pre-advanced. Is it? Yeah, I know it's been around for a while. Long time. It's the same guy. It's that. It's that. It's not Larry, but it's the same guy that was working for General back in the day, and he wor- he's from he's from Denver. Anyway, Bud Blood. The thing about it, which is interesting, is that it was like a it bud expander, so it made your buds get opened up which nobody does anymore so it was kind of like a, a, a back when people were more apt to do outdoor and try to get their buds to grow as big as possible but and not what did that it wasn't a pgr was it it wasn't a pgr because it's still on the market so it couldn't have been otherwise it would have been off the market it was it's hard to get plants to do that it was weird thing. because it was it said bud blood but it had no blood in it there was no actual <laughs> it was still red yeah. it was still red and it kind of had this like illusion of blood of some sort but it was a phosphorus based something weird but it was just i don't know it, it was the thing i liked about it was that it had such a weird idea like okay we're gonna expand your bud it's not gonna make them denser well, and I then and then from now making from making hash it's probably a great advantage because if you grow like a 12 foot tall plant and then it expanded its buds instead of making it all dense it would actually turn into like a huge amount of surface area that you would able to to you know process so you could like Blow your bu- always blow them out instead of 
dense them out because when you dense them up, they don't really have any. Yeah, it's all on the outside. Most there's no resin left. The resin's all where's it? You know. There's right. a few other advantages of a product like that that I can think of. Um, the first one is if you're growing outside and you have a plant that tends to rot. Right. You know, so yeah, yeah. giving giving it something <laughs> like that no. would no. make it a lot dries lot less. Also, outside, if you do that, you could allow the plant to just, frankly, get bigger. Hmm. You know, it's going to spread out, and then it's going to fill, fill out, it in. You right. know, so, like, if it stays dense, there's no room for, for it to grow. So. It's almost like, yeah, busting up your muscles to make them bigger. You know what I mean? You know, like, if you keep them all original, they're not going to expand, and then they have to rip to get bigger, right. and then rip again, get bigger. You know, and I guess if you're... Because you can do that in the root zone. It's quite easy in the root zone to like think that way, where you, like, you know that when you transplant the plants, if you, if you're, as you're transplanting, you sometimes notice you get like a gap, and in that gap is where that massive root growth, because there's like a little air air pocket there, and all of a sudden you see like all the mycorrhizal fucking colonize that area. It looks like really whoa, look at that zone. And you couldn't recreate it because if you had all air zones, there'd be nothing left. So you kind of like are lucky once in a while as it collects, you know. But I think your pots kind of lend themselves to create those little those little zones, you know what I mean? Because tell me, tell me more about the pots because I like your pots, the ones that are stacked more. I like the ones that are like the cube, the, the ones that look kind of like the those new hit, the new Hitman the uh, Devo pipes. Hats. That, yeah, the upside down <laughs> Devo hats. Those style, I think, are, I like those ones a lot. I don't. I'm not a huge. I can say I'm not a huge fan of the rap things just because there's a whole workload involved. Like you gotta make you make me work to make my pots. I'm I'm quitting already. But the those other Devo hat things. Tell me how those are working because those seem to be like smart. Like right off the bat, you know, just like. All right, well, I'll give you the rundown on, on all three because we also have the bags, which which are oh, yeah, the bags. Really like and the bags that's are, what you really like. Yeah, I do want to um, try the bags. But the reality is, is that one of these products is better. For an individual grower and another one of them is better for somebody else um, the basic purpose of all of them is to not allow the roots to circle and to force them to branch so in normal containers the containers deform the roots and the roots just travel a long distance and just circle and the roots predominantly absorb all their water and nutrient from the root tip so what's better is when we can create a branching fibrous root system that has more root tips you can create a more productive root system which then turns into a more productive plant. So with the root maker, and I wasn't prepared, I don't have pictures or anything. It's that right. show, but what it does is it directs the root to an air hole. It's a solid injection molded container, and it directs the root to an air hole. At that point, the root tip dehydrates, and it's forced to branch. Mm-hmm. And that process is repeated over and over again, creating a root system that is all super fine roots, heavy branching, lots of root tips. Kind of like... Uh Smart pots have now, basically. Well, idea. So, like, in so smart pots was actually the original idea of uh, this design. It was designed by the guy who invented our pots, and it was discarded. And the reason why it was discarded, and we were talking about it earlier at, at my shop. You were talking about, I think, your aunt was saying how, you know, the smart pots, they get all salted. Oh, mom. Yeah. Oh, your mom. Yeah. Um, Super salt. Yeah, they get salted. And, and the reason for it is the bag gets wet. <laughs> And it's the you know and uh, when I say salted, if you're using a mineral nutrition, um, the bag gets wet with nutrient, and it's the first thing to dry out. That nutrient builds up on the bag, and you get a salt zone. The other problem with it is because it's an air pruning bag, if it's on the ground, the roots don't get pruned. So 
Dr. Colwick. On the bottom, you mean. On the bottom. Yeah. That's right. Um, and yeah, they, they really build up salt. I mean, I, I like have to scrub this shit out of Talking the mic. Talking the mic. Talking the mic. Uh, yeah, my smart bots like get real. They're not you know, so smart. Like, not so smart. Rounds, man, it, it's you get anything will start to cake up. So and then they don't really have the same action anymore too. So, well, plus if you put up. something else new in them, then and you water it through, then that salt's all hot on the outside and stuff like that. You know, you don't really want that. So sorry about that. Oh no worries. I want no. You're you're actually <laughs> helping make my point. So so what um. Our containers do is they address those issues. So with the injection molded containers, um, because it's hard plastic, it doesn't get wet on the outside. It, you don't get that salt zone, and they have a root directing bottom. What do you think the difference is? Okay, so the on the uh, smart pots because you can kind of see that the okay, say at the end you're like, well, look at that fucking whole bottom half salt, right? Mm-hmm. Is it the same on the smart on the hard containers? You just can't see no, it. No, no. Because the container breathes so much. No, I'm talking about. I'm talking about a smart pot. No, I'm talking about the smart pot breathes so much. Yeah, that that's why the salt is building up over there. Okay. Because the bag gets wet. Yeah. And then it dries so fast out there on the surface. Sure. And that doesn't happen with any of the root maker containers because. So all, but also the regular containers too. Same deal, right? Oh no, on a regular container, it's not going to dry out like that either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I never see it like that. I'm just wondering if that. It's stuff you can't see. It's sort of like, oh, yeah, well, even though you can't see it, it's still building up. But it's kind of like sometimes it's a, like, like even this last round, my mom was like, did you see how much salt was in this last Because we had like a fuck up. We had like some salt. We had we basically ordered soil, which uh, on the second week after transplanting, I was getting a 5,400 parts per million runoff, which I was like, this doesn't make any sense because I'm not even feeding these things. And I checked with the guys who are from the own the company, and they're like, "Yeah, that's unwashed cocoa." That's well, it's like a, I mean, it was a mix, it was a blend, <laughs> and there was a tiny bit of cocoa in there, but it wasn't like enough to make the. In the end, what they figured out is they probably put two uh, power packs, they call them, you know, in their fertilizer thing in their full mix because it was like. 5,400, like it got down to 4,900, but still it's like, it's kind of hard if you're working on those levels to try to Well, like I'm certainly not saying that you can't over-fertilize or have oh, yeah. a salt build up <laughs> in regular pots, but I'm going to say it's not going to happen as quickly in a regular, in a plastic container as it is with a fabric bag like that. Right, and so so you have a bag line that's kind of like similar, but got some couple major features. Right, so, so what happened was... Um, the inventor, Dr. Carl Wickham, looked at the problems and he addressed them. So um, one of the problems was that the bag was drying out really fast, creating that salt zone. Um, the other problem was because it was black, um, it was losing a lot of moisture. And one of the main missions of the root maker containers was always to conserve moisture. So what he did was he created a new type of um, fabric bag that has a white liner on it. And the white liner was keeping the root zone cool was also stopping that um, massive movement of moisture through the bag um, drying out um, the container. Um, but in order to accomplish this, he had to use a different material and develop a new technique called root tip trapping. So these bags aren't air pruning containers, they're mm-hmm. root tip trapping containers. Trap. It's a trap house. <laughs> so your house is now officially a trap house. Trap roots. That's what we do. We trap the roots. <laughs> and so when we trap the root tip, it does the same thing as when we air prune the root. It doesn't allow the root to grow forward anymore, so it's forced to branch. Um, the advantage of this is that the roots that hit the bottom of the container, now they're going to get pruned right away. 
um, because they don't require the air and, and the fabric is just going to prune, um, prune the pots. For outdoor growers in California this year in particular, with a massive drought, mm-hmm. right. these containers save the people a lot of water. Yeah. And then, you know, when there's people are like, oh, I've got plenty of water, well, then I ask them, well, how much time do you want to spend watering your plants? Right. You know, because when you have a, an outdoor grow and, you know, you have to water it more often because um, they're drying out. Um, the other thing is, in Northern California here, the sun shines so hard on these pots that the black containers would be significantly warmer. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, our pots will keep the root zone cool. See, so white, white containers. They're all white, yeah. Oh, shit. But does that light through enough to kind they of... Don't. Okay, no, it's, it's a white liner yeah. on black felt. Oh, so, right, you know, sure. So it's so white yeah. and then it's black on, gotcha. you know, past that. So. Yeah. And the roots don't live on the edge of the container. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I have some really great photos, of course, not with me, that show, like, when I peel off the bag, at first, you don't see any roots at all. You have, the, you have like, the Velcro bags that you can open up? Or we do don't. No. Um, the reason why we don't do that is because it adds cost. Yeah. And our pots are already a premium product. So if we do something like that, it's going to make it even more expensive and make people less likely to what do it. What sizes are you running? We do them in every single size. And you do big, it, giant ones, like oh yeah. 200 gallons, 400 gallons? We, or the biggest we've done is 500. Uh-huh. You know, anything over 150, it's basically Custom. made to order. Right. And it takes two weeks. So, you know, if you say, Gabby, I want them to be these dimensions, you know, a couple of weeks later they get shipped. Nice. Because they're all made in the U.S. So... Um, those other pots with the Velcro, you know, they make that stuff right. in China, <laughs> so they get Chinese to do it a little bit cheaper. <laughs> That's called Velcro. 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 Where can we find these pots? Um, well, of course, you can find them at the Garden Spout, but uh, <laughs> most indoor garden shops can get them through um, local distributors. Okay. So um, they're sold through National Garden Wholesale, Sunlight Supply, and Hydro Farm. And then what's the third pot? Because you got it's the only one I don't like. Which <laughs> yeah, I always make fun of it, you know. Your third pot. Oh, the one that you don't like. The yeah. root builder. Yeah. So the root builder. <laughs> the is one that, it's the one that Adam doesn't like. You can use that as an advertisement. A, hey, you know Adam what? Adam hates it. <laughs> I love that. I, don't, I hate Adam, so all my haters will buy it off of you. There's thousands right. of people right there. Well, it's got to be hate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to all my haters. The, the thing about the root builder is what we do is it's we work. have. I just don't like the work level. I'm like, oh, build And that's pot. exactly why we have the other designs and didn't say, this is the one that's the best for everyone. You know, um, all of our containers work, but they all work a little bit differently, which allows us to figure out which one's best for you. So here's what I like about the root builder. You have to build it, okay? There's a, a disc and then a wall that you wrap around it. It's held together with zip, zip ties, and that's how you make the container. What I like about it is if you're transplanting from this container to another container, it's the least amount of possible stress. You pop the zip ties, you peel it open. So that you, I like. So you maybe never, from a small version of that to a bigger version of your other one. Right. If you remember when and we were at my out, shop, yeah, you said you like to finish. I your, said I like to finish in the root trappers. Yeah. Right. Because transplanting out of those bags, you know, you can do it, but it's it's definitely a little bit of work, and and it's stressful on you, and and not so much the plant because the roots aren't living on the edge, but you know, the bag is stuck. To the roots and it, oh, no, you, you have to peel it know, back. You like yeah. peel it down. And you right. know you're so doing. I like to transplant from the root builders into the root trappers because I hate to turn a plant upside down if it's you know more than a foot or two tall and you try to turn it upside down. 
you know, you're risking damage. Yeah, usually like with the with the big like with the, even with the three three gallons or something like that, three to fives, it's all about the peel down real slow, and then you pop it out, and it's like literally like a little sponge. And so another advantage. So I do I do agree with you on nice. that. I do agree with they that. They clean nice. Like you peel them open, you lay them on the ground. They're really easy to clean. So you know if you have a lot of room to stack pots, then maybe you don't care. But you know, for for some people. How, and the other thing is for uh, hydro shops, it's how it ships. You know, they're really inexpensive to ship because they ship flat. So I, I understand that part. I, I guess from the now that I look at it from the small container, I could see it because I wouldn't give it long enough. I, my thing is that with an older plant that style, I feel that it becomes like a hotel for bugs. I'm like, yeah. that's like the. Like, if I was a bug, I'd be like, oh, those pots. I love those pots. Look at those <laughs> thousands of hotel rooms just waiting to be, you know, munched on. And just kind of, like, chill out in the little spot and chew on your roots when they come out. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, just, it's what I feel like. Even though I haven't, don't have any experience and I can't say it from that experience. But I do think that if you move them quickly and they're only in there for 14 days and they go on to the next stage and then you took them out of that and made them flat again, washed them all out and you know sterilize them properly and moved on it yeah i guess i guess you uh, might uh, you may have me uh, uh, again it's it's you may it, have there me. is a container you have to give me like containers of containers, containers that's a good word containers yeah. of them give them to okay. me okay i yeah. will of course containers of them. And, and, and here's I, the other <laughs> thing okay and then i will love them so i grow some cacti i grow a bunch of different types of san pedro at my store mm-hmm. some that have yeah. whoa 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 relax <laughs> no, but you those really didn't see them. Yeah. Um, some of them that have spines, uh-huh. you know, really long, nasty ones, and some of them that don't. And believe me, on those you appreciate when they're in the root builder pots, and oh, when yeah, you have to right. transplant them, and you don't have to yeah. turn them upside down and, yeah, and handle them the mit- minimal amount. It's really nice because right. those things just nail you, and it hurts, and you feel like I you have bet. arthritis. Yeah, I bet. Time for some Girl Scout cookies. Oh, yeah. Cookies. Spark it. Spark it up. Spark it, Oh, cookies. But, uh, yeah, no, I think uh, for other plants, too, it might be more more uh, apt, you know what I mean? Like, just because of the kind of the, the drying out from each side. Not Sort of similar to the bag with that with the convenience of uh of, of, the, of the cleanability of the plastic and stuff you know because that's the thing about the bags they just grab everything you know it's like like you know that the stuff's like half effective after the first round and most of the people i know they only use them one round yeah that's well, kind of so our bags i've successfully used them for three years outside so i'm not like transplanting them every two months ripping them out but right. you know they've lasted through the elements and yeah. after three years they're still pruning the roots the same way the one thing that starts to happen is the white liner on the outside starts to flake off yeah and when that starts to happen then i just want to throw it away because it starts to make a mess outside it makes it look bad but, but yeah because i gotta make everything look right oh, yeah. but um, <laughs> like that damn gabby and his white pots <laughs> they're falling apart yeah so um but they they still actually function the same way, you know, up to three years, and that's in the sun under harsh conditions. But you know, most of our customers, I'd say they use them a couple of times and th- and then they toss them. That's it, yeah. You know, I hate to see that because I I do think it's a durable product, but it does become a lot of work to take care of it, and that's again where you know the root builder is really easy to take care of. You know, if you have a garden with 
a small amount of plants. Building them isn't a problem, and then the storing and cleaning and transplanting is super nice. But, you know, once you end up into a commercial garden, looking at building those things is something you yeah, don't Yeah, I mean, yes, and I mean, I, I think that from, from the storage point of view and stuff, it's definitely convenient because it's awesome. You can stack them all up. But uh, it's just power washing those bad boys and getting them all cleaned out and making sure that they're actually got no... Right, but do you do? But do you do that with your regular pots? Yeah. Okay, and so yeah. it's way easier to do it with these when they're laid flat than your regular pots. No, I can see, but there's yeah. more nooks and crannies. You have to like. Oh uh, yeah, but they're way easier to get to. Yeah. You know, yeah. you do it once. And you'll see see you can come and wash my pots. Well, okay, next time we'll have a pot washing contest. <laughs> I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you do all the work, and then I'll decide. I'll be like, yes, very. Right, we'll try Gabby. it again, Gabby. <laughs> okay. One more round. I'm not there's sure if these stack work. Over Here's there. another stack over there. Here's another stack. Yeah, wash these pots. That's like real. It's one of, actually it's kind of therapeutic though. I, I I tend to do it all myself because like right before if I if I grab a stack of small pots to do transplants, I don't trust if it, even if they're just sitting there for a month, I don't trust something about it. I'll just give them another rinse right then and there and do them with like uh peroxide like, or bleach. Yeah, or or Fizan or something like that. I'll do like a drop of Fizan in a bucket and I'll fucking do a rinse and then I'll rinse them out with uh Ozone, ozonated water or something like that and kind of like then be like alright now I know they are sterile as fuck when I go because it's just like you never know something cool that like maybe professional growers should be getting so I'm going to switch quickly to microgreens which we did the last time I was on your show so I teach restaurants how to grow microgreens mm-hmm. and in their kitchens they have these giant steam washers to like clean the dishes right away and I have them clean the trays, the flats that we grow the microgreens in. Because, you know, we just use the normal flats and fill them with soil and we grow the microgreens in there. And they put them through those cleaners. And they don't have any chemicals in there that, you know. And it comes out sparkling clean and hot. Steamed. That's it's sterile. It's like, man. Yeah. <laughs> it would be a nice, like, professional growers should washer. have that stuff. Yeah, That's what they it's in a It's in a nice yeah. kitchen. They have these washers. Mm-hmm. And I looked at that. And are I, they ones I that they like, kind of run through, or do they? Yeah. 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 yeah they put it in on one side, and it goes through, and it has yeah. steam Shut coming down. And then it opens the door, and it comes out the other yeah. side. Yeah. And when you touch the trays, they come out on the other side hot. Right, so you know, right. They're yeah, clean. My first no job was dishwasher at a restaurant. Yeah, you drop the table. But, like, for cleaning pots? Like for, for like big grows, like sure. you, know, the, you know. Well, amazingly, amazingly, like I just uh, thought of an idea. Someone right now is like, "Oh my god, let's go run and make these <laughs> things." <laughs> Gabby came I want a piece. Right. Gabby came up with the greatest idea <laughs> right here on on the Adam Dunn show. For sure. I yeah, it's it. a problem you just of connecting it to heat hot water heat, heater to it. it. Wouldn't be that difficult. Make them pretty mobile. Hook them right up to a cold water hose. Yeah, I mean, you know, like... Put yeah. something that you just stick the pot right on top of it and it just blasts it with heat. And then when you... It's like the in Holland where they have the... Uh, when you go to the bar and they, they, they clean the glasses, you know what I mean? They barely clean the glasses. They try to clean... They're like... They're like right. And they're like, well, it's clean, whatever. We're talking about with massive steam. But yeah, same idea, but lots of steam. And the thing is, I mean... But you can't do it by hand. Like, it has to Not be like in this that. thing because it's... You know, it's and, massive heat, and the thing is, like sterilization is is like pretty pretty fucking key in a lot of situations. Because if you're got a continuous population that's kind of rolling, and you're always putting in, putting in, putting in, taking out, putting in, putting in, taking out, you're going to end up with like it's a lot easier to solve the problem by killing everything off early on <laughs> instead of trying to like figure it out, culturing everything, so that by the time it gets about halfway through the phase, it's you know just enough to fuck it all up, and then you're like. Ah. And it's like uh, commercializing a lot of that stuff 
especially when you're talking about like you know thousands of plants and people just you know i've watched uh, archaic sort of situations with people trying to rinse uh hydrocorals or you know <laughs> hydrotender like, oh okay i think i might have a better one than you yeah Oh, I've, I've seen, seen like, like guys a homemade build. steamer yeah. where they have two 55-gallon drums or like 155 and 135 inside of it, and they had water on the bottom with rocks over a fire so that it would steam <laughs> the hydro. <laughs> so it's yours better than that or worse? Um, the, the hydrocoil cleaners I saw were more like uh, giant agitator, 1,000-gallon reservoir things where they had them in there. and they were, it, it, was, it was just like more work than it was worth, and it was like at the end of the day, you're like, you know what, just stop growing in that shit pretty much. So I remember when I but met fire you, and steam sounds crazy or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, it, I mean, it was... Burn it clean? In the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like burn it clean. Well, I mean, when you, when you have that steam going through the hydrocoral, yeah. all the roots just, they get disintegrated and it gets all sterile. The steam is a good idea, but... Just the home, you know, the how they did fire, huh? They burned it like with oh yeah, they were like burning lumber and stuff, <laughs> you know, like whatever, like yeah. you know, rednecks in the woods, just like yeah. let's make a fire, we can heat that stuff and we'll <laughs> we'll clean it. I'm not gonna replace that stuff. They don't want to go down off the hill, right? You know, yeah. so I mean, I, I've seen people do it. It's just I just shook my head. So. I mean, sometimes I just always think like. Uh, like uh, using sort of pulsations or high high pressure water or something else is gonna be like you know something's gonna be fire's never the answer. fire's never the answer on those situations like fire is mm, so cool. fire <laughs> no no but I think I think now not so much for the growing side but like for the for I know a few people that are actually putting together projects to make like real uh, purpose built hash extraction things that are instead of using regular washing machines are using like jets water jets and pulsations and stuff and just kind of like okay makes more sense and <laughs> like a, a shaking like a sonic sonic yeah, yeah. like 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 you know ultrasonic stuff where you kind of like give it just enough frequency to like knock those heads off get them real cold knock them off and then agitate a little bit you know what i mean and just get it scoop it off so when I met you the first time, I was going to the Horty Fair in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. And the Horty Fair, for most people that don't know, is a professional gardening show. It has nothing to do with cannabis and pretty much very little to do with what I was doing, which is the indoor garden scene. But I was looking for just a little something there that I could bring back. But what was amazing is you would see all this automation equipment, you know, for planting seeds or, and, or and transplanting all yeah. this motorized stuff and this is a long time ago now yeah and you look at the cannabis industry and it's so immature still okay i mean you look at how we're doing things it's still so crude and is you know that stuff is going to come so fast and it's just going to blow people away you know but but i'm like surprised that it's not well, like, like here live well for instance has the planter that goes Right. All day but, long, and but like that's more out, like you know, like just sends out the fucking plants that are in the three gallons all day to the next phase, which then get veg, and then those guys line them up, and then they, you know, so they do have some of that basic stuff. They're growing the worst weed in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting two ounces of fucking light or something stupid, but but they have and they have 138 growers at once in one one grow, and. uh and none of them can get it right. Five thousand lights, and they can't get nothing together. You know, so you're like, 
okay, whatever, guys. You know, it's like, hmm, can't put out one good pound with all that technology. You know, it's like wacky shit. Uh, well, in, in the end, technology doesn't grow plants. No, sorry. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of feeling going to happen. And, and you can have the best technology in the world, and if you have a black thumb, it's, it's not going to work. Absolutely. Um, so they should just hire somebody that's got a greener thumb, and, and they'll be all good. So, but I mean, I am a technology geek, and I, I can appreciate it. And I'm not so, I'm not such a purist that I won't accept it when it's, when it's right. You know? I think as more people invest into the industry, it's really going to take off here. You know, there's, you know, Oregon coming online with recreational, and you know, Washington's already blowing up, and you know, Alaska's about ready to come off. And I'm not too many people up there, but still, you know. When you have Nevada and all these other states really starting to roll over, California is talking about all that stuff now yeah. too, right? Yeah. I know California is obviously next, and we know that we know California is like right. going to happen, and it might not be next. But that's the crazy part about it and, uh, is that no, it will be next. I mean, maybe not next, next because something else might slip in between. But it'll be next in the sense that it's not going to wait another another. Year. It's going to be 2016 California for sure, and. Nevada. Yeah, and then the, the, that's kind of like the West Coast sealed up. And then you got already the middle covered with Colorado, and the rest of the states don't matter too much. <laughs> and so we're like, then we go to the East Coast, and New York's on the edge. Everyone's just like, it's falling quick. Two, three years. And like it's, like, it's funny, like, a couple years ago, people were saying 10 years, and I'm like, no, it's three to five. Yeah. And now it's like, people that say was a couple five, years ago. Like, no, it's two. I'm like, it's two. two. Yeah, yeah, like, two. It's, it's going to go fast. Because once, once the major state, if Texas is talking about it, forget <laughs> right. about it. You know well, they I mean, they, like, they finally know. saw the money in it. It's stuff I wouldn't even imagine. But now it's like, I, I'm, I, now, that I would, now that it's happening, I wouldn't imagine it not. You know, if it doesn't, I'd be like, that's some bush shit going on right there. You know, some <laughs> so you know more about this than I do. Tell me what you think about like the differences between Washington and Oregon as far as allowing home growing. Well, and, uh, you know, I, I don't know what it's like so in, in, in Colorado. Washington, Washington there is no home right. growing, right? Yeah. And they're, they, they're basically also stripping away the medical program slowly, just kind of like they are in uh, Colorado. Um, but in Oregon, uh, Oregon recreational growers can grow four plants per household right now. That doesn't mean they could have a veg. They could only have four plants, you know, so they could have two in flower, two in veg, or just be flowering four plants. They're just going to buy four plants, right. buy some cuttings at the and store. Those are, those are regulations that need to be, you know, worked out. Still. My question was more like, how do you think this is going to progress through the other states? Is it going to be more restrictional like it is in Washington? Or is it going to be more? Like I think a lot of straight. I think a lot of people are going to try to go straight to the fucking kill and go straight for wreck, and they're not even going to care yeah, about medical anymore. Homegrowth. That's going to be like, that is going to be the norm of the new states. Like, if there's any way they can not address the home growers and then just go straight to wreck, get as much tax as they can, they're going to. That, that's the thing they're going to try for. So I think every state would have to put together a group and be like, you know what, we're protecting. The, That's the home growers because the home growers are more important than the commercial side because the commercial side is is going to happen. We already know that. That's happening. Right. That's not going to be a question. So whether we protect the home grower is actually the more important side. And that will be argu- very arguable in court because of the fact that the quality, quality control, first of all, c- costs, but, 
but you know also accessibility and stuff so like for instance if you're in colorado and you live out in the bush you know and somewhere out in the middle of nowhere and you have the nearest dispensary 70 miles away you have a very good argument to grow your own wheat but if you live in the city it's going to be a little harder for people to push that thing but i think it's important that everybody like doesn't unless it's like really situation like you know you live in the downtown most you know like you don't have an extra ten square feet to fucking grow well, weed. But I mean, if you don't have it, you don't have it. I yeah. Mean, like, but if you, you, if you don't have a garden, if you don't have a place to grow, you know, some basil or or, or a tomato. You know, if you don't have a place to have a garden, then you don't have a place to have a garden. But if you do have a place to have a garden, you should be able to have some cannabis plants in there, with you know, without the government telling you no, you have it. You have to buy it at the store at a you know highly taxed rate. You know, and, and trust in the quality that you're getting. You know, I mean, the plant never should have been illegal in the first place. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I just think, like, if people still get in trouble or, or locked up for growing, you know, doing home growing, okay, because the government wants to collect their tax dollars, then, you know. Yeah, not only that, but it's like the, um, you know, it's a simple fact of, like, some people really need. Quantities, speci- or oh, how about a specific medicine? Yeah, right. they can't. You know, I, 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 I need to know that I have this exact medicine all the time, and I can't count on somebody else. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, to me, it's like it's not only if they need it. Like, let's say you don't need it, it should still be your right. You know, absolutely. I, I want to have this Larry OG no matter what. You know, and I want, and I want to grow it. Anybody can make their own beer. Yeah, you're not allowed to sell it. Right. You know, which is fine. Which is fine. Yeah, yeah I can give you some of my beer and we can share it, you know, during the holidays. You can buy my beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Dunbeer. AdamDunbeer.com. <laughs> uh, but no, Adam Beard. Adam's got to wipe the beard. Yeah, beard. <laughs> Adam Beard. <laughs> But, uh, you know, homegrow is really important. But, uh, you know, we were talking about, you know, the strains that are out there that we don't see very often. And, uh, you know, there are a lot of people holding on to these genetics that are buried away. And, you know, these people are like, I'm waiting to legalization to pull them out. You know, and it's, you know, it's kind of in Oregon. We fought to legalize seeds. Uh, seeds weren't uh, protected underneath the medical program uh, when they went and regulated the dispensaries. Um they were written in the law as unusable, and when we uh, legalized, they copy and pasted from that language, and therefore uh, there were no seeds in for a breeder to sell seeds to a recreational grower. It was still basically a felony to exchange for cash. So we had to go and lobby to be able to sell seeds again in dispensaries to patients and growers and to the rec growers. And, uh, you know, part of the argument was, you know, in for in Oregon, for example, you know, there's a long history of genetics, uh, decades all the way back. And, you know, that, that ties into the whole thing of, uh, you know, that there are those lost cultivars and the strains that people are holding on to. And they're not going to let that stuff into the market until they're able to grow that, that you know, themselves. You know, so. Bastards. The damn hoarding bastards. Right? They're out there, though. <laughs> You know, <clears throat> for a while. I mean, the thing is, I love about this though is that the people that really think they're going to like corner some market on something are never going to work out. Well, I'm not even saying cordoning, well, cordoning. They're just holding on to it. No, but in general, I just don't think that. I think that. I think that in in general, that with weed, if you don't work quickly, you lose your 
you know, the thing you think you're going to, oh, my God, corner the market or hold on to something, you're just going to fuck yourself over. So you're better off sharing sharing a little bit, getting the right people behind it. If you have, like, if you have like a crew of people behind you, like, which is, uh, which is like, uh, like supporting, oops, supporting your products or something like that, like, you know, the minute you have two guys growing your weed that are talking about it, it's going to go way better than if you're doing it by yourself, telling everybody else, like, this is the best. You can't have anybody. It's the best. Like, great. <laughs> Nobody cares. The minute you, like, let it go to two other people who, like, get into the right other people and they talk about it, then it blows up. You know what I mean? It's, it's that simple. It's like, uh, and at the end of the day, you have the security of knowing you gave five people your strain instead of holding on to strain with 20 people talking about it and nobody having it. And then you can't, you, you go away for one festi and you're like, uh. Well, the other thing is, is that, <laughs> what happened to my plants? They're all dried up. I forgot. Oh, I came home on a Tuesday. I was supposed to come home on a Sunday. Right. You know. Well, the other thing that happens is that these plants get old, you know, and when you give them to people, yeah. then, you know, other beautiful things, thank you very much, other beautiful things come from them. And, yep. you know, if you keep it to yourself, you know, then the thing just deteriorates and not it's not as good a breeding stock anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if you have people like you trust... You know, and you share it with them, and and people that are gonna do something proper with it. Right. You know, even so. if it has any historical value, you know, like you know, if it has some value to a genoming project or something like that. You know, get it in there, and well, all, let's all the things we're talking about, the wheel. You were talking about uh, the chem dog, and you know, mm-hmm. when I uh, first walked in, and, and the sour diesel. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that stuff in a very long time. I I don't know that that still exists. And, and part of it was because the hoarding, you know. And I mean, it, it stuff got old, and maybe it's gone. But you know, well, it's around it, for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. You see it? Yeah. And the funny part is, I've seen stuff that's like it. I've seen like sisters, and you know, but mm-hmm. it's not the same. You know, like the actual chem dog. Yeah, I've seen I some chem D's and yeah. some chem ninety ones. Chem ninety one. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I got I'm the jar of some, uh, some chem ninety one right over there on the table. Yeah. Um, you want to hand me that Kim 91 real quick? Oh, we'll shit. Like You'll be like, nah. This is the naysayer. This is Mr. Nay. No, I want to be the naysayer. Nay. Nay. No, that's right. I say the naysayer. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, bro. And it's tough. If you grow it out the East Coast, it's also different, too. Real, like, good chem. Like this is Oregon. Good chem grown on the East Coast is a little bit different than I think than chem grown on the West Coast, just from the fucking yeah. humidity. Well, I mean, it's the love. He, he, this is not the chem dog that, that I had and that, that we had. It, I, I can't tell, you know, like, without smoking it, if it's got that chem flavor. I'm, I'm getting a little smell. But the chem dog was a much darker green, you know. And I don't think it matters if it was grown in Oregon or, you know, or, or in Cali. And, you know, and to be honest with you, because I'm not really on these, you know, I'm not the strain guy. I just know what I know. Um I don't know if what we had was the Chem 91 or, you know, I think it was the original one. It's Chem in there for sure. Yeah. It's got a Chem, I mean, definitely. Well, I mean, so does the MK Ultra, and, you know, so, right. so there's a lot. You can smell that in a lot of stuff, but that precise herb is just, at least to me, it's gone, and, you know, it's good. that hurts. <laughs> yeah, I'm sad. It's kind of like the roadkill skunk. 
You know, yeah, I well, used to get some really wicked skunk when I was a kid. Yeah, and, and the difference and was, like, it was really, like, roadkill. Like, you drove past yeah, a fucking... You walked like, into a whoa. room, and everybody in the room knew you had it. Well, the other thing that we had back in those chemdog days was the super skunk from Sensi Seeds, yeah. which was the only weed ever that you could look at your buds and put it in front of the Sensi Seed catalog and be like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And looked exactly like them. You know, and anything else that you got, it was always a little bit different, you know, yeah. because, you know, but they had that stuff so inbred to a point where all their seeds came out the same. And that plant was. Yeah, but the, the Super Skunk had a real particular, like, n- the, and you can see the, within that, you can see the, the, the sour D. You know what I mean? It's got that certain particular, like, like very bud, bud lit type thing where the buds are like these little. Stacking, and yeah, stacking, and then there's not much hair compared to like where other buds would be. A lot of if there was that much stacking, there'd be a lot of hair involved. But because these are just like bud stacking, and then they expand, and sometimes you even get like a like a like a band of of, of, of expansion on the bud where you get like this spiral satellites. I mean, the spirals are nice if you can see it from a distance and you start to see those spirals kicking in. You're like, whoa. Oh, that's nice because that's like it's not only stacking up this way it's also starting to try to go this way you know what I mean love that the bubbling <laughs> <laughs> and when love it comes that. to that roadkill you know it really but, is but, but, I, but I have to disagree a little bit because I think that the real roadkill skunk was gone before Sensi ever got a hand because well I was talking about everything the Sensi, uh, yeah, the I, was, super I think the super skunk, yeah, super skunk is yeah, really but, where that yeah. roadkill is like in my experience yeah, growing super skunk had it you know, but it was like it was like not. It wasn't the lingering. It wasn't the lingering side of it. It was like a passing. It's like if you passed a skunk. It wasn't like if you hung out next to a skunk. Well, like far, it would go away real the quick. The far better skunk was the one from the Big Sur Holyweed. Oh well, but I never, course. I never had that access to those plants. Just, yeah. just to those flowers. But I mean, that was I think the skunk number one. Yeah, I but think. the skunk number was one was like also was weird it the too. Skunk number one though, the Big Sur Holyweed. No, skunk number one was like. Was those guys was uh was a uh, uh, sorry uh, Rob Clark and Watson and stuff and that was like th- I think that was the w- misnomer of skunk where that fucked people's minds up because they were like oh that's not skunk like, if you were if you knew skunk you'd be like that's not skunk that's like sweet and smells kind of nice you know what I mean whereas if it was a so that kind of was confused me when I first went to Amsterdam I was like well, I don't think this skunk number one has anything to do with skunks whereas it had that, like, you could see on the photos, it had the structure that was like, yeah, that's why people liked it. It was the first, probably the first, like, awesome structured plant that actually had a little bit of funk to it and everything. But the funk was so elusive and lost quickly that it was, like, a couple generations and didn't have it anymore. And then and then we're just dreaming if we could, like, get that. You know what I mean? Like, we don't get that anymore. We think we do. And a couple of us know it because we were there, but we don't really. And we're almost, like... It's almost like with like with uh, sour crosses and stuff. Like if you produce it yourself, you can identify with the sourness of it, and you go like, "Yeah, it's there." And you show it to somebody else, and because they're so fucking biased towards sour, that the minute they go, "That ain't it," and then you're like, you don't ever get past that. They're like, "No, no." Like, but if you get like, all right, drink some coffee or <laughs> something, like do something, like try to make it. Doesn't work. They don't want to like get. They're so 
particular to it. Like I'm there's actually, certain strengths. You're you're you're, like you're the, the worst. No, oh, you're the worst. I be you're the worst. Gab, Gab, you're the no, worst. The reason why. Okay, well, tell me why I'm the worst. But I know you, Gab. I like, want something. You'd be like Saturday sour when I was a kid. Uh, my Gabby Sal, Gabby Sal. I got old and I'm not like that. So. <laughs> All right. No, the thing right. is, the thing is, is that when somebody says this is the chem dog and it's not, then it's no, like okay. I mean, but but this has mean, chem vibes mean, to it. Right, it's not like it's not like robustly like oh my god, it's overpowering and that's the shit. But I bet if you but extracted that, is, you'd be like, I, All right, I could exactly possibly right. like that in many ways better than the chem dog. <laughs> um, there's a there's a lot of pla- like for instance the Master Kush. I just think. Has a lot of what I like about the chem dog, but it's a more pronounced healthy plant than you know than the chem dog was there at the end. So, and all these different cushions, the Larry OG, the o, you know the San Fernando OG, the Master Cush, the MK Ultra, all these plants are variations of something that I really love, and so I love seeing the new ones. And you know, it's not like I just want that one thing. So I just no. still want that to be around too. But it's also yeah. there's certain things that's like elusive, like the the sour flavor is elusive. OG's not really elusive; it's more like it's super competing common, on yeah. compete. It's becoming common, and it's also competing on whose is the more OG of the OG. You're like whatever it is, like if it's good, it's good. If it's not, it's not. You know, what I mean, there's like like I mean, the flower you had is the superior in in all ways. When you just kind of go like, oh, and it has like it's a but that's that's so like the thing about this is for a grower. This is ideal because it's dense too, um, but I think the Master Kush has and that's a far got that, superior and that's got taste. that lemon. That's got like a really it's like also lemon sitting right next to this Girl Scout cookie. Uh, it, right nah, but that's even got like I think that on its own has yeah, great. Like that one. That one's distinct. That's nice. lemonade, right? Pretty awesome, huh? Yeah, it's like that's like, and and that has all the best of the OG qualities with a lemony twist. You know what I mean? Like at the end, you're like, ooh, that's that's even more unique in its own right. But in general, the the, the OGs became to the point where in every state it's available. It wasn't like ten years ago where it was like Cali, Colorado, a few other states where you might get it. The rest of them forget about it. You know what I mean? But now it's like, and like guys from the, the classic is if I meet guys from like Chicago. They only smoke OGs. That's it. Diesel OG. What do you guys grow? Nothing. Like, <laughs> guys grow nothing, but you only smoke the most, like, you know, like, that's a pretty rude Well, that's wording. because they're willing to pay. And that's, that's like... the bottom line. If you're willing to pay, you get it. That, that there looks like a willing, you know, a, a, like a reasonable worth the value per gram uh, version of an OG, but there's so much out there that's mediocre at best you know what well, i mean because actually that's why the growers switched to those girl scout cookies so like that og that i have is hmm. like six months old from him hmm. okay and that girl scout cookies he just gave it to me like a couple of weeks ago and uh yeah he switched just you know um i hate to say it but he doesn't really consume his products you know it's, it's a business for him he, he does treat his plants with a lot of love and you know he he's the best grower that I know, even though he doesn't smoke his product. Um, but he switched to the Girl Scout cookies because people are offering him like four or five hundred dollars a pound more. You know, and he still gets you know the good yield that you know that he was getting. So yeah, I mean, it, and and it's it's a shame when you see somebody who grows so good who doesn't smoke weed. You're like, really, God, that kills me. Because 
Yeah. They'd even refine it better if they were like smoker. You know what I mean? They would. You know, the first because that's like that's like that's refined from a grower's point of view to to a, like a nine. That's like a nine, nine and a point five or something right there. There's no like very little arguments there on any way, shape, or form with what produced. Well, uh, imagine this story. The first time he gave me his buds, he's like, "Gabby, you know, I I know that you're a connoisseur, and I I just want you to, you know, I don't smoke. You have to tell me what you think of my weed." And I, I looked at it, and I didn't even smoke it. And I'm like, this is the most ridiculous <laughs> shit anywhere, dude. I'm like, you do a great job. Yeah. You know, I, like I said, I no, that was pretty normally, that was normally pretty I have to smoke it. But in this case, I'm like, that shit is awesome. Uh-huh. No, and that's, and that's the funny thing is when you get a guy who's like a real proper grower who doesn't know what he's doing, and all of a sudden he's like, is this good? It's like, think about all the people that were taken advantage of over the years. Like, the minute that somebody else sees it who... who you're like, you don't know that that's good? <laughs> it's like, it's terrible, dude. Well, I mean, terrible no, job. Ter- no, he does. Actually, you got to stop making Okay, listen, what you got to do is uh, just give it to me. <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> I will take care of it because this is you, this is an embarrassment right here. You, you don't want to look. You don't want to put yeah. this on the market. What yeah. you want to do is give it all to me. Try again. I'll maybe get you your money back. And somehow, I, it's really loose. You notice how loose it is? It needs to be denser. You know how it's like a golf ball? <laughs> it needs to be like stone. It needs to be like a bowling ball. Like I want it to be like a bowling ball. And like if it's not, we just keep throwing it away. And, and I'll, give you, I'll, I'll pay you just for your time. How's that? But I mean, you know, it's crazy because I had a, people, a couple of Dutch guys like that who would grow for me back in the day. And they... They came through like fucking Jedi sometimes <laughs> without knowing it. Nothing. They had zero idea. Like, Is it good? And I'm like, no. But I was actually, I was always like, obviously paying them more probably than they're worth. But at the same time, they were like. You still couldn't hide it when you saw that. You're like, oh, yeah. oh my God, this is awesome. I'm so and, happy and, right now. And they would get right. cocky quickly. And they would like, like, oh, I sold this to my friend for, you know, what? No. Like, I, I've told you too much. Like, I should never have told you. <laughs> Gotta keep him kind of dumb. Gotta be like, well, this no. guy knows now. That was that was years ago, but I just I'll never forget the first time he gave me some of his stuff, and he didn't know. I mean, he might have known, but he, you know, it was just funny that he. I looked at it and I'm like, that shit's the best, and I've been getting my head stash from him for years since. It's the best job. It's that guy, the head stash it's guy. That guy, exactly. So. No, I mean, you know, it's 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 that. Top two percent, basically. There's like the there's a lot of guys in the top ten percent, and there are plenty of them. But it's those top two percent is what you're looking for, because at the end of the day, anybody can grow in the top forty percent or thirty percent or twenty percent. Top ten, it starts to get like ooh, and then you know that top two, oof, that's that's the vapor or the you know compared to the same bud grown by the same person. And one's you know, vapory and one's like just dead on the vine. You know what I mean? It's like to get back to like you can't produce that if you're not a home grower, right? You know, I mean, he's not a small home grower, but it's like husband and wife team, and they do what they can do. And you know, I just don't think big commercial operations are ever going to produce high quality stuff that's grown with this type of love. You know, and. You know, we, we can't make that unavailable. I didn't want to cut you off, but I wanted to just expand on what you were saying. No, it's fine. I mean, the thing is, I think it will be unfortunate, but true that as the bigger, you know, more states get online, we're going to have 
the Starbucks of weed, and we're going to have all the bullshit kind of coming in, which is going to be like, you know, the same, like more for the experience than less for the quality of the weed. Like Connecticut, for instance, like their idea was to grind weed up into d- dust and give it to you. And like, why? Like, what is the point of that? It makes no sense. Like, when well, I heard that, I, was like, <coughs> I honestly thought that I was getting fucked with. I was like, no, they can't possibly make you grind up all your weed before you sell it. How? I mean, so what happens then is people just grind up all the leaf into it, right? Right. Like I mean, they lower the quality if you, or... If you don't see... If you don't see uh, and or, the and flowers, or. The, yeah, the, the quality is going to be less in mm-hmm. every way. It's going to get oxidized. You can't store. You break it all down and just, just turn terrible. it. Do- it's terrible. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the worst idea ever. It's like let's turn this shit into. The- I mean, the thing is, crazy about cannabis. Uh, and it's like four dispensaries for the entire state. Well, one of the things know? I love about cannabis is that it has that natural preservative quality. If you if you get it at the right time and harvest it and dry it, it literally gets a suspended state where it'll like stay like that for six months you know what i mean well the certain plants that store really well really long and certain plants which if you, you mean like certain still, cannabis plants between each other or you mean certain just plants no, like in for general? instance the sour diesel oh, yeah yeah exactly that so thing does not much. store right you know like you have like a small window to appreciate that stuff mm-hmm. and it starts to degrade the chem dog or or some kush strains like this larry og it's over six months old and no real effort to, you know, store it um, properly even, and it still has that taste that you want. Right? Yeah. So it's... No, aspects of the flavor, like if, if the weed has a cushy flavor, yeah. it tends to really store for a lot longer than, um, you know, the, the sour taste. That you Which is interesting taste. because, you know, like uh, the whole... What is a Kush? Is it a sativa or indica? And I believe it's more sativa dominant than indica dominant just because of a few things. And one of them is like, there's a good fact for you. Like, I don't believe that any indica strains last long if you store them, whereas sativas have a great curing capability because they're like, you know, you store them all of a sudden three months later. A sativa has a taste which is like, oh, that's popping really nice. It depends on. on, on like a real indica. A real indica. What you're looking for. No, I was thinking about the sativa. Yeah. It depends on. You know, what well, some of them will go like funky and get weird yeah. on you too, but if you have the right one, it like cures really good. And then like like indicas, they don't cure so good. Like six months later, okay. The only weed that I appreciate when it's old is Kush. If it doesn't have that Kush, Kush, that Kush predominance in it, yeah, and it's old, it just kind of loses it for me. Hmm. You know, that's just me. So, but. You get yeah, they, they kind of like those like weird, I keep those weird woody along. flavors, those weird woody flavors you get like with the uh, sativas and stuff that people get all like well, it's, it's it's narrow leaf, broad leaf. Yeah, narrow leaf. Okay, sorry, narrow leaf, broad leaf, <laughs> narrow leaf, uh, drug varieties. Right. Yes, got you. Sorry. Uh, no, I, I, I do think we're kind of going that way. But. It is going that way. No, I, I, that's the way I normally would classify. You know, it's the classification is. Something that we need to look at, and it has been looked at, and it's. Is this like medicated because there's like such a drippy <laughs> drill? Everything oh, is medicated. They, they yeah. put this oil in there. Did they? Put that that's on there. Looks like that's like I know. Six grams of it in there. Show to the camera, will they see it? Show that in your face. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> of course it's medicated. Of course. <laughs> what wouldn't it be medicated, dude? <laughs> Do you want salt and pepper with your medicated. I'll hold off right uh, now. Potatoes? Thank you, though. <laughs> You want to be able to taste the cannabis. Don't put too much pepper on top of it. Right. Pretty good. 
Yeah. Pepper's killing your eye. It's bringing you down, man. So <laughs> no. what's the plan for this weekend? What are you doing, Adam? Um, well, tomorrow we got the top 50 strains coming through. So we're going to have to barrel through them in one day. You know, that's the way we do. Yeah. Got some good guests. <laughs> um, we got a whole bunch of guests. Yeah, we got aficionado seeds coming through. Jackson. Um, Frenchy Cannoli. Frenchy Cannoli is coming through. Who else we got? Uh, Leo. From aficionado. Uh, we got a bunch of people. We got a bunch of people. DJ Short. DJ Short. Legends, bro. We have legends. <laughs> Bubba Kush. Bubba Kush. 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 Say Kush five times. Loud Seeds. Loud Seeds, yes. James, you know him? No. I know James. He's I mean, good. like, nice with no, no disrespect to uh, Bubba Kush, but, like, the Bubba Kush doesn't have that Kush flavor of all the other ones that no. the OG, the I like the Katsu. Bubba Kush is more like the. He's got definitely got. Well, it's purple, basically, first of all, so that's already knocked it down three notches in my book. I'm like, man, straight out of the gate. <laughs> straight out of the gate, my friend. Come Mr. on, Mr. Yeah, purple. Man. You're anti purple? No, I'm not anti purple. But I just. This shit's purple. Tell me why it's better. Why? Well, I mean, that's the tell that's me. red, man. I mean, you know. Tell me, purple, tell me why it's purple. You know, the, the why does anybody who's a real big smoker? Why is a big smoker? Cannabis. Why is a big smokers like me who just don't like purple you know, when so it comes to like smoking? Like you'll look at it. I don't give it any added like. In the end, when it's in my joint, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, but that doesn't mean I can't appreciate how it looks. You know. You know, uh, two is out of the building. Mean, like I, for me, flavonoids, terpenes. Yeah. You know, those purple cultivars are, can be really rich. You know, it uh, it's hit and miss. You know, purple it's hit and miss. It, and sometimes it can, so, sometimes it can be nice, and sometimes it can. Like, it's to me, just the fact that it's purple means it's nothing. About but if it, but it's about twenty percent work working ratio. I'd say, of the rest of it, eighty percent of it is bullshit. Like you're like, nah, it sucks. But there's like. Occasionally, like I like. Well, like that's I, a high ratio anyway for anything, right? Yeah, twenty percent you know? of the purple pheno things that I've smoked are worth even keeping. You know, the rest of them are. And what percentage of the rest of the stuff that you kept? Same, about the same. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I just said. So, right. like, but but purples in general. But purples in general, they they they, they get you so excited that you're like anticipating. Well, it's the faggot pill, absolutely. It's the, it's the whole mental. And then you're like, and then you get to smoke, and you're like. I like Sucks. the pinks and the reds. The, that's where the flavors are. <laughs> you know, that's where it's like something purples. different than the purple Urkel. Right. Okay, so when I was in Spain, hey, Spanibus, purple, don't you mess around with the purple Urkel. I hate the purple <laughs> <laughs> I hate the Urkel. But when I was in Ken's Spain, mad, this Grand guy Daddy. showed me pictures of red buds. Yeah. I, I have them all, you know, I have the pictures of my phone. I've never seen anyone else that had Here, these I'll show you some of my phone. I mean, I they were the, red. You know, and it was the most amazing. Was it red? It was red. It was red. It was actually like purplish red. It was a little redder than your jacket. Okay. But it was so beautiful. Maroony red, though. Yeah. So purple, you know, it's like. All right, give us a, come on, give us like, a whole purple you know, story. 20, give like, us, you are Mr. Purple. So tw- like 20 wow. years ago, when you were in the dam back then, you know. Yeah. They, had, they had the so purple star, all, purple yeah, star. There very many of them. They were all purple like one, purple, purple one, right? purple star, purple Ravi. There was a few strains. Yeah. And they were more like they. they def- Here's my problem. I said when I look at purple strands under a microscope, I always notice less capitate stri- trichromes. I most, mostly like these weird bulbous things that would like kind of indica version. Never these stalk. Very little stalks. You know, stalks are always on the Short sativas and all the other stuff. But like you got these really bulbousy, weird 
half developed trichome things. Sure. And then making hash, I always got this like weird, doesn't want to stick together kind of hash that would like come out real white. And I noticed really that white, too. high in waxes. Yeah, like real white and like like smelled really floral and nice, but no sticking yeah. quality whatsoever. It would almost like refuse to stick together. I refuse. I am an asshole. I am purple, and I'm an asshole. And you're like, God damn it! Why your smell so good? And occasionally you'd get these hybrids that would be like someone you'd get, you'd get the, the sticky, and it, it wouldn't bubble. It would. It would, uh, yeah, it would never like, bubble. Yeah, it would just burn or something. Like, but it still had that. That, smelled great. That taste smell, yeah. Smelled great. Didn't mm-hmm. burn. Yep. That and was it. That's it, my problem. So that's why I'm always like, that doesn't seem like it's not quite there. It's almost like it's like a, like a derivative of weed that's not quite the... Well, that's kind of like red weed. wine versus white wine. Sure. Well, that's a rosé. You know, that's a rosé right, right but, there. But you know what I'm saying? Like this, it has a totally different, different depth to it. So Except you know, this would like be the white wine of... The, the purples <laughs> would be the white wines of the fucking other right, ones. No, I, I understand. Yeah, just so you know. Yep. <laughs> so you, love so you, you, you would, you, you, would you, you know, back then oh, you would, you would toss it away. So oh yeah, like, goodbye purple. The, the, yeah, you would be bye bye purple. Exactly. So yeah, as a breeder, all the Dutch oh, breeders, everybody be like purple out the we window. You. you know, go. I'd send it to you. I'd send it to you. Right. And I'd be like, I got purple. You know, and and slowly. I actually never heard that before. So learning something on the Adam Dunn show that people would throw away strains because they were purple. Yeah. Because everybody was looking for the lime green, is that right? like George, right. you know, like oh, yeah. you know, he was like, you know, we 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 just throw those things away. That's <laughs> an under, undesirable trait, you know. Yeah. It's it's always a really low THC profile, and it has you know crazy terpenes and stuff usually, and it's really pretty. But you know, a lot of times it's like really foxtaily or <coughs> like that. You know, really. So I would, they, you could harvest. You the, there was like a couple of them out there you could harvest in Holland, and it'd be like. Frost resistant and mold resistant, and they get there, they get to the finish line, but they'd always sold cheap. You know what I mean? Like thirty percent cheaper than everything else, no matter what. Even if you had them like healthy and looking good, so that was the only like you know again disadvantage. You'd be like, well, I'm gonna go that for if it's like already thirty percent cheaper than anything on the market. But of course, people grew it every year because it would also be the hardiest fucking shit sometimes. Sure, make it through winter, frost, and rain, and. But I think also a little bit lends to itself to that non-capita trichome thing because it's like, okay, if it doesn't have anything to mold, it won't mold, you know what I mean? Whereas, like, the real moldy zone would be, like, here's the top of that trichome and then all of a sudden underneath there. It's, like, right. the perfect environment for right. little webs to kind of develop, you know what I mean? Like, if you looked under a microscope, you'd be like, God damn it! So I got the trichomes first, you know what I mean? It would right. never develop in the unusable spots. Right. So yeah, you know it's uh. So yeah, defend yourself, Mister Fucking Purple. Defend Purple Warrior. You Purple Warrior. It's and uh, from from what I know, there were a couple people uh, from like Sam Wayne Smith and people like he was telling me about. There were people from the West Coast that went over to the dam that were trying to find all these purple strains and stuff, and that was seems to be right around the time like kind of like the same time that like Soma Blaze found the blackberry. and uh, that's probably like the late 90s or so um, and he gave that to like Naboo and Naboo started breeding with it and uh, that's where like the Black Russian comes from and uh, a few of his other strains um, but he, you know he's responsible for the Blackberry um, you know there's and it seems like as the, the purple kind of got bright indoor that uh, you know when people started breeding with it it, it improved and you know the, the it slowly started 
the structure developed and the flowers, you know, improved the size and uh, breeding. You know, it seems like we, we started developing different colors, right? Right. Uh, like the pinks Some and the reds start showing. Black. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, the blacker, I mean, a lot of Nigerian strains had black in them, too. Sure. Like that was like the the spot. I mean, if you want to go land race, purple strains, like Nigerian black would be the the one that was technically some of the highest THC on the planet when it was just like land race people out there searching they'd find 29% it was that much on the fucking you know on the fucking vine but not consistent you know what I mean like right next to it would be a four you know what I mean like, so they would never be like you couldn't just be you have to really select which one um, but in general the yeah that'd be the highest THC land race stuff that was out there and and in Nigeria they produced shitloads of weed but a lot of crap you know what I mean so it was also theoretically you know down to like kind of like Jamaica too where if you go there you're like there's a lot of weed being right. grown but only a little bit of good weed what's that you can't see that that's red that's actually uh, some of uh, Naboo's Black Russian I and mean, later I found out I believe that's an that F2 or he was, he was like it's an F2 or F3 that uh, he gave Miss Jill that we started working The picture with that this guy had was of a to who? Plant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the only time you'll ever hear that. Is, is, is that a, a live plant or is it harvested? Well, a, this is the, many years ago. But I'm saying was was that um, post or after, uh, pre or post harvest? Can we get beer in the fridge? This was right, right after it was harvested. So this is fresh. Not I mean, literally, <laughs> you know, walk, walking inside mm-hmm. or, you know, from the grow room and then mm-hmm. laying it down on paper in the it's background or whatever. Here, I'm going to show you other no. stuff. Uh, let's see. I wish everybody else could see it. <laughs> All right. right. <clears throat> now there's pictures of it out yeah. and about. Yep, yep, yep. Wow. Instagram. No. Like I'm going to. I'll see you later and I'll try to find some pictures yeah. of this guy's red stuff. But I have Here, another question for you guys. Right, male piss purple balls, true wow. anthocyanins. Those are indoors. those are purple right. balls. And so, <laughs> you know, he was asking, you know, defend purple. So, you know, some of the defend things it, that we look it. at, Defender you know, when you see purple. purple, when you see purple in the food supplies, it's uh, blueberries and pomegranates. Yeah. They're all these really rich, you know, very yeah, antioxidants and purple you know, antioxidants and anthocyanins are powerful. Yeah, you know, and and that's really where we're at now is like, wow, what's inside cannabis? What's well, a lot of it's a lot of it. Um, Original potatoes and things like that I'm were also and, and, ca- and carrots were purple to begin with, and then we were like, "Nah, we want them orange," and then we made them orange, and there you go. And we the cardinoids. We wind right. ourselves into orange ones. Oh, I perfect. wanted to ask you guys a question, and that kind of like Xanthosite. remotely leads to it. Is, Remote, yeah. Well, just because right. we have right. no idea what nothing. We have no idea what it is in cannabis that makes us feel the way we do. We think we do, but there's so many active ingredients in it that, that make us affect entourage us when you look at the sour diesel and that stuff is white okay or the blue dream which is like super white stuff and I can smoke that all day and it doesn't do anything to me but when I smoke the OG uh-huh. and it doesn't oh, it's yeah. not sparkly like that it's at all chir- it doesn't look like it's you know and it doesn't matter what the test results say right. but that stuff it's, it hits you you know and so there's so much more than than we can oh, yeah. modify. And with. I think well, the test. I, I, I brought these. Th- you know, th- th- this stuff is all. No, and you you've yeah, seen yeah, also yeah. like I've seen test results where it's fourteen percent THC, and not even really a negligible CBD, so it should not be strong at all, and knocks people's dick in the dirt. They're like, you know, it's just like I think it's it's just more the um, the 
genetic roll that you just sort of throw with the die every time, and certain strains like are just more medicinally orientated or drug oriented or whatever, how you want to you know convey like, it. This OG is pretty because we know OG. Yeah. You know, like for somebody that didn't know weed, and you uh, show them this, and then you show them some blue dream blue or dream, something, yeah. they'd be like, "Oh, that's got to be much better." Right, right. And I mean, and if if what we're told is what makes it better is the resin content, and there's so much visible resin content on those plants, then why doesn't it affect us as much as? No, it's very much. It's, really it's very much what's like in that, the mix you know? more than the mix itself. You know what I mean? Like, and there's and there's a lot of. Uh, Unknowns, and there's saying. a lot of also weird combinations that are occurring, like because you're burning something, like like normally, and like oh, okay, well this plus this doesn't equal anything. Oh, burn them next to each other. Oh, that might be a whole new thing, you know. And that's could be good, could be bad, could be beneficial, could be negatory. Probably, you know, with the OGs, we just have this awesome combination that we're like, really? Oh, okay, so when you burn that stuff, it's now turning into that which is even more beneficial than we thought because it's not it, it's a lot more i mean can the combustible side of it makes it very much like unknown you know because there's nobody's hardly testing what's going through you know they are doing a little bit but not like they know you know so it's like a lot of stuff is a, is one thing and totally inert and one stays and then you heat it up and it becomes completely volatile and aggressive and then at a certain point it's completely destroyed from too much heat you know what i mean that's mm-hmm. obvious and so and we're kind of like free form just going for it you know what i mean so like people are hitting on shit low temp for more terps who knows down the road that could be more like maybe they're like you know what that was the worst idea you guys could have ever done like you're better off burning that shit off or not, you know, we don't know. We like we're totally at a weird zone where it's like we're enjoying those terps, but are those terps the healthy side or the you know? It's like we're not really meant to heat up things and like, uh, inhale the terpenes yeah, off of them. Right, right now, I'm taking a dab of terpless. <laughs> terpless. Well, the terp- right. So a lot of the, cle- the that's terpless. what a lot of clear guys are now putting the posts out that. I saw a post the other that day. The terps the mer- dangerous part. Yeah, that the mercerine is uh, very high and uh, very high. Cancer huh. My argument for the the clearer, what I want to say, I don't, in favor but I don't feel is the clear is you removed all the allergens from the oil, right? So you know the people who are really you know sensitive to yeah, sensitive to that, and then they try cannabis and they're like, man, oh no, I can't do that, and it's just you know a matter of the strains and the cannabis, the, you know the terpenes inside there that's really fucking with them, and you know. And, now, and if they try the clear, you know, really, it's just that clear plateaued high, and it's consistent, and you don't have that. I mean, it's really strong. In there just making it all. What I think it's up. super awesome for is edibles, and I think yeah, awesome, yeah. like well, the, really often the edible people, they just use trash. They buy like right. the cheapest. Oh, that's the worst hash. part. That's the worst yeah, part. Because you you know, and it's like for the edibles, I think it's really important that you use a high quality product, yeah. and the thing about it is having no taste. Well, most mm-hmm. cannabis edibles taste like shit because yeah. cannabis butter doesn't you know, really I taste, it doesn't taste butter, good, you know? Like, you have to heavy. do stuff to mask it, you know, so that you're right. not tasting that cannabis flavor. But with these clear oils, 
you don't have to do that and you use less you know you'll use half as much as you would of that crap you know no, it's twice you as know, strong c- for sure you know, and this you know earlier today I was showing Adam you know the jar of trash that comes from this. You know, oh, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It's I mean, crazy. Like when they purify it and you see what they took out of it. Whew, you start like, out with your BHO and then you, you know, yeah. take it into that pure distillate form it. and you're down to 16% of what you started with. You know, that's... Yeah, no, it's really like the... Uh, small return. The dirty, dirty coming stuff. out of that thing. I'm just amazing yeah. to see, like, that came out of that. Like, well, that's why that's so clear, of course. I mean, it... What was the color to begin with? Kind of like a cloudy, obviously. No, it was nice shatter. I mean, it wasn't like super yellow. Kind of brownie, yeah. but, but, but You know, dark. with some, you could see that there was wax in it. You know, you could <coughs> see there's lines running through it. it sure. You know, I would say it's normal mid, mid-grade shatter. <laughs> but, you know, it, it was shatter. I mean, it's crazy, too, because, like, you know, we, we were un, unaware of what we were looking for sometimes. And, you know, you get that, like, uh, motor oil kind of see where it's like, like it looks amazing, but it's dirty as fuck. You know what I mean? It's like it looks like, like to the. You can't tell. You, yeah, you're it's like okay, it's golden. That's why it's that got, the like, testing is so important. It's got these like, crazy. Even when it's not completely accurate, it's kind of keeping people honest sometimes. And with all the people, like, you know, out here we're seeing the news in Colorado that. Every day, there's another edible company in Colorado that's oh, getting, getting crushed. Recalled because no, they're getting they're crushed. They've already had ten this last month. Is it because they're testing wow. it and they're finding it, yeah. or they're finding out that the growers? Well, what's happened is a lot of guys are sitting out. on product for the last, like, say, six months before these even pesticide laws were in effect. Then all of a sudden, <laughs> they put it back onto the market, and they don't even remember what they grow with, or you know, then they're just hoping for the best. And the, but but it all comes out in the test, and the tests right. come out, and they're like, okay, you're positive. <laughs> And, you know, people have been sitting on material. There's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of people having a hard time buying material there, but that's also because a lot of people are holding out and not trying to sell it for reasonable prices. And, you know, the prices are nuts. Right now it's like six fifty a pound for, for shrimp, you know, and it's like. What? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, exactly. So six fifty a pound for shrimp. Yeah. Yeah, they're still giving that shit away over here in Cali. Right, yeah. and, and I mean, there's people going for as cheap as fifty bucks a pound, but it's like you wouldn't want to figure like use it. They, they might have sprayed it with Avid in like week two, of <laughs> or, or, or week six, or week seven. You know? No, but I only used a little bit. I used like half <laughs> as much as I was supposed to, and I made sure that there was six weeks before harvest. That's a cool so. story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's up? What's up? Anybody else want to jump on here? No? Uh, yeah. No? Yeah, all right. Just for a second. Oh, there you right go. And how is that possible? <laughs> how is it possible? How is it possible? Yeah, they're using clear for barbecue oil. So okay. I heard you guys talking. I was uh, in the other room, of course, watching, doing what I do. It's the chef. This and, is, uh, this is lush. talking about is Chef uh, Boyardee or who's that? Using the clear. <laughs> you were talking about how most people use the uh, <laughs> shitty oil for the cook and it tastes bad and whatnot. And uh, they don't use that clear. And I, know <coughs> I, I had seen something like uh, like this earlier, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's honey!" You know what I mean? It's wonderful. And he, I was showing him, and he was like, "That's what I that's what I cook with. That's what I use in my barbecue sauce." And he's made it all that barbecue sauce. But I was like, "Oh, that's exactly right now." So he uses it. That's because you don't want to put something that has that green taste in it. No, nope. that, that's you know. I mean, yeah. No, what kind of concentrates so, are you so, doing? So let's there. tell you about uh, tell you about who we are, what you what, what the company are, and you know, we we all eat good food. So. Yeah, we're uh, Canadians. We're based out of L.A. Uh, 
We focus on uh, infused oils, um, keeping it as clean as possible. Um, sometimes we do some catering for some special friends and uh, do uh, in some uh, infused foods. And uh, speaking of that clear oil, you know, it's, it's true. Like, uh, you know, it's, it's clean. There's no extra flavor. Uh, there's none of that pot flavor. And if, if people don't always uh, smoke, you know, that extra weedy taste is not something very desirable. I smoke and eating it. When I taste it, it's not desirable. Yeah, it's, it's like it has to be a lot of sugar, taste. you yep. know, or like well, something. Well, the key is the key is like it. if you've like almost everybody's overdosed a little bit on weed, something like smoking it or eating it or whatever. And the minute you do that, you're like, all right, pretty much don't need that anymore. And like <laughs> yeah. with 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 edibles, it's always like the the inconsistencies have been the hardest part. Like I've, you know, I went through my phases where I was doing butters and stuff and kind of like saturate everything in your body at a certain point you're like you've been touching it and you've been like eating it here and there and then bath bomb or you have to test your batch and then you give it to your (laughs) friends and then they a couple of them get wiped out and you're like maybe i should test it again just make sure it's not too strong and then you know but then after that you're like all right i'm not gonna do that for six more months it kind of goes like longer phases for most people but some people but you know embrace it and they're like you know what this is i love this and It's like my wife loves edibles, and she's she's totally into them now. And it's just funny because she's not a big smoker, but she's actually like doing the accounting and doing all the kind of boring kind of bullshit. That and she's like always like, "All right, I'll eat eat twenty thirty milligrams, and I'm good." And then she appreciates it, you know. And and the thing is, but it's all in the low dosage. Yeah, you can't do it on the high dosage because the high dosage is just like if you can remember it after the high dosage. <laughs> it's my like problem is when it's somebody like makes huge, good edibles. Like, good, yeah, like good guy, tasting. It's so hard to eat a little bit. Yeah, not get low. That exactly. it's like that's the problem. Yeah. So sometimes it helps. That it doesn't taste good like because then you know lettuce wrap things. I was oh, like, oh no. shit, it's Michael cooking. Like, everything's yeah, loaded. I was like, everything. <laughs> I was like, oh that that stuff on top. It just looks like the clear just poured right on. <laughs> <laughs> you might have. Watch out. Yeah, uh, you can never just eat one bite of something. That's no fun. So uh, so you have to make a lower dose. We also got to do smaller and smaller portions and kind of keep it real realistic. That way you can, everyone, you know, we all smoke. We You're, all have the munchies. And what's the most What's the most people you've dosed out or, like, you know, pretty dosed much? Out. <laughs> dosed out. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Or no, no, not what's not the most people that you've, you know, uh, gave edibles to at one given moment? What's the most, like, kind of largest crowd? Biggest party. Oh, maybe last year at your uh, show at High Times. Okay. In, uh, in, in Los Angeles, Santa Bar- in San Bernardino. Yeah. Sure. It was maybe like 75, 80 people there. Right. I mean, because oh, the thing is, there. it's yeah. also... It's the chocolate int- fountain. Mountain, yeah. The chocolate <laughs> fountain. Yeah, you remember that, right? Yeah. 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 Make an appearance. Tomorrow. I mean, the thing is, it's also interesting when you get a group because it's like... Um, personally it's so different you know what i mean like five people will have five different reactions so 60 yeah. people wouldn't say they have 60 reactions but you'll kind of group them into camps you know be like well, these are the guys that are the believers because they're like living on the fountain just dribble <laughs> like these guys are scared as hell because they're like they don't need it they get one little tiny because it's i think it's weird with edibles i think it's because it's physical more than just mental that people totally. like like i always get the same thing it's, it, it, to me it's like it's kind of scary because I'm almost like, do I have Parkinson's or something? <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? Because I get the same twitch, yeah. you know what I mean? I get this like a little weird twitch, yeah, and, then, I, 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 and then and then I get the twitch. Oh, I get the twitch totally. Like it's like, and it's literally like I'll see it like, duke, duke, 
you know, I'll be like, oh, shit, I got that twitch. And then, like, I can't stop it, you know what I mean? Like, I'll have my beer in my hand. I'll be like, yeah, when I start to twitch, like I don't enjoy myself so then, much anymore. And then, maybe I have Parkinson's, you're trying to say. You're trying to say I have Parkinson's? starter of Parkinson's. God damn it, I thought this was... No, but I really... I've out. fucked myself up on edibles so much. No, well, one of the things I also noticed too, which is really weird, and it's like you know, you know the keep on trucking poster, how the guy's got his like legs all like out in front of him. It's like I'm like, dude, I think that's somebody on edibles because <laughs> <laughs> like it's like if somebody, it feels like someone's pushing you from like behind your behind your hips. For me personally, behind my hips, pushing me forward, and I'm like, my legs are going like, hey, whoa, what's going on, dude? I'm I'm good, I'm good, and I'm walking along, and then. I've had it where literally I've turned around like 10, 15 times like, who the fuck is pushing me? Like, and I'd be like, nobody. Like, oh, man, I'm high right now. Like, I feel like uh, somebody's pushing me. But it's weird. Let's say it is a very physical thing, which is uh, weird for a non-smoker because you don't get any physical things when you smoke. Like, I don't really – I never smoked and felt like someone was pushing me. I never got that vibe. But but I definitely do it with edibles. Like, where I get kind of like – it's it's – weird like it kind of grabs you and it's strange stuff, there. yeah and, and i mean the hard part is is, is it the sounds timing. like it's more medicinal right this is the timing yeah. it's like you know like eat it now and in an hour and a half you better be somewhere nice and safe because you're not going yeah, to you know, like oh, oh. And i think that's how people get messed up on or, it, or i notice it the next day like my deal is give me some edibles and i'll tell you the next day if it worked because i'll be like Oh yeah, it works. Yeah, <laughs> don't feel it. Don't feel it. <laughs> like gritty eyes or something, like sand in your eyes. Or I, I still sleep. haven't figured out what the proper dose. For There's no, is nobody ever has. No one ever has. No one ever has ever. And the thing is, every time, every time, no one will ever know. Part of the reason why is because every single time, it's somebody else's product. That's you know, like I mean, even even if I'm always getting it from you. Then are you always getting the same concentrates that you put into your product? Exactly. You know, it's oh like, no, and it's seasonal you know, it changes too. a little bit. You know, like this stuff has seventy-three um, percent THC and twenty percent CBD. It's oh, kind wow. of rare. You know, sure. For, yeah. for, for to get the other side. So you know, when you make your food with this, it's going to be way different than when you make it with you know another clear oil that's ninety percent THC. Yeah. You know, I wanted you to so talk for one, but. <laughs> but uh, so, so what all did you make for us today here? Uh, we started off with a veggie succotash uh, in an endive boat uh, with uh, some fresh uh, creme fresca and uh, with some loaded uh, potato skins. And loaded. loaded. You loaded. didn't tell me they were loaded. <laughs> loaded. 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 <laughs> uh, we have some fried chicken we're doing uh, that's going to be know, with the maple syrup honey glaze. And... Uh, and some uh, fresh, uh, fresh fi- uh, fish tacos. <laughs> fresh tacos. Fresh tacos. Fresh tacos. That was the Asian. That was the Asian version. I like that. I like the Asian version. The fish tacos. Fresh tacos. Medicate the tacos. The fresh fish. We're gonna do it a little bit in the sauce. The creme fresh. I like the gonna do it. Creme fresh sauce. We're gonna do it. Creme fresh. Nice. Yeah, we have uh, a bunch of uh, medicated coconut oil uh, or honey. Coconut oil is the key to all medicated shit, I think. Yeah. That, that, that's my favorite. That's what he believes in. It's my THC favorite, it's my favorite MCTs. sort of an, uh, transdermal, trans anything. Seems coconut oil seems to be the one. Like, it works because it, you eat it, it's going to work. You could, like, rub it on your skin, it would work. Exactly. You know, pretty much anything. 
that shit is getting in you. You know what I mean? So and did you hear those little jars last year that that from from, from San Bernardino? He, he had they had little stars on the top of them. Uh, no, I don't remember. Yeah, he, he, he could rub, rub on and they're yeah. all coconut oil. We decarboxylized all of our Sriracha, that Sriracha, Sriracha rub that you could no. put on your juice. The special <laughs> rub the Sriracha <laughs> on your skin. No. <laughs> those little things you decarboxylate the oil. So you said you were saying you decarboxylate all yeah. your oils. So do you uh, make all your concentrates for, for the food that you make? Uh, yeah. So everything oh, wow, we did, awesome. uh, we do all of our own infusions. Um, everything is our own extractions and infusions. Um, and uh, all of our flowers are grown in-house. So uh, so you do grow the same stuff all the time. Yeah. Well, uh, even even if you grow the same strain, every every right, harvest is a little bit off. Right. Yeah, but it's, but, but it's hard to keep it consistent. Basically, it's a lot easier when you do what you're doing. Yeah. Because that's what I was saying. Like, uh, yeah, most people are buying, you know, most people that make edibles don't also go as far as growing their own flowers. Go the extra mile. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's, it's, really, it's going a few extra miles. Yeah, it's a lot to You move. know, because... We're able to see where our product comes from and starts from. You know, we, we know what's clean and we can guarantee that our product's clean versus someone who's buying it secondhand or thirdhand or from some guy down the street. Oh, that's the best. That's some guy down the street. street. Yeah. <laughs> some guy down the street. That's where we get it from get every the time. special blend. <laughs> <laughs> some guy down the street with a girl across town, basically. We've crossed it. Well, like I said, that's pretty awesome because that's my thing with edibles is I feel like they're different every single time. But yeah. with you, it's going to be a lot more consistent of a product because you're growing you're growing it, you're making the oils, and then you're cooking the food. Yeah. So no, I think also the key, too, is like, you know, when people make like the first set of brownies and they don't really, they just throw the weed in there and you're like, they're learning the recipe. And then you're like, yeah, yeah. you know, you should <laughs> like extract There's a recipe. <laughs> you know, you should maybe extract it out first, put it into the butter, and then put the How butter in, and then they're like, for? huh? And, you know, it's. Like put the weed on top, what the fuck? But, you know, having said that, that first time. It works too good because they they just throw it all in there. They don't yeah. even like they don't even like refine it at all, and your body takes like nine hours to process the whole thing. But it, during that nine hours, you're super high, and you're you know like uh, crippled or whatever. And then couch lock, yeah, total couch lock. And then, and, then, and then and then finally you're like you know if you didn't just I could like put it into a muslin cloth and kind of squeeze it out and then take that butter and put that into your thing it's a little bit better but it'll still be too strong you know and it's like it's a learning curve the whole thing you know i think i think the key with with edibles is that you should do it yourself because then you're responsible it's like when you like go and you get them from somebody else every single time you're kind of relying on their tech and their whole thing and you should dose yourself you should blow yourself out of the water to the point where you're like you can't move and you're crippled because if you don't do it to yourself it's like you're almost like uh, never. Gonna, it's almost like riding a motorcycle and never fucking crashing. You know, it's like, all right, real dude. If you don't ever crash, you never rode a motorcycle. I don't give a fuck if you but, drove around the block ten but there's times. Some people that crash not once and I'll say you're a real. Yeah, now you don't. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you, know you know your limits. You know your well. You know your limits at that point. And so the thing is, I think everybody should kind of dose themselves once, knock themselves silly, be the ones who like put themselves to the fucking like curb. You know what I mean? And then. When they come back, they'll understand it for, with a little more respect because the thing is, if you never get high from it, it's kind of like, well, hey, it's a waste. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I, I, it was fun. Oh, I ate a bunch of them and didn't get high. Or they don't even know they get high because they just don't know what getting high is. They got to like get knocked off the fucking horse 
and then they need to get back up. Get you know that's that's key. And that's one of the funny things is like a lot of people don't do that because now they get all this, they get like they buy it. It's all safe. Ten milligrams, twenty milligrams, fifty milligrams. Especially Colorado, like, you guys like we were probably eating like a thousand milligrams per person, like without even knowing it, because I'm putting like an ounce in of fucking thing of brownies eating half of them myself so i'm like if i eat half an ounce of weed there's got to be more than 10 milligrams of a little you know what i mean it's like yeah. it's going to be some massive dosage and at the end of the day if you can like you, you know you, you go through it all it doesn't it's not fun it's it's like one of those things like write a passage or something like that but you definitely now you have respect for the fucking plan again you're like oh dude this shit works like that shit works no. too good you know you also learn about uh how long to cook it too uh, you know, sometimes a lot of people slow and low. Low is a great uh, uh, a temperature to start with, but sometimes slow and people overcook it. Yeah, end just up cooking over the molecule out. Sure, sure, and like. Uh, so the learning curve is definitely really important, um, and I feel like that is also well. Even with just making the butter in general, like I had like a forty-five minute window. Like I would say, like forty-five minutes at a simmer and stop it because anything beyond that a lot of guys are like I do it for seven hours and I'm like I think it's dead I think you guys killed <laughs> it I think, <laughs> I think it's seven hours you need to simmer well, I, I kind of think that all that needs to happen hot. is that the milk <laughs> yeah all that needs to happen is that the butter needs to be soft enough yeah. to move it because just needs it's infusion. fat it's fat it's soluble fat. Yeah. you know so like the heat is just going to hurt it we just need it warm enough so that the butter doesn't yeah. become solid right we, we decarboxylize our flowers first that way uh we don't overcook it, and then that way we hit it into. Uh, what do you uh, get? Like 105 or a bit more, or uh, right around 210. Oh, you're gonna high. Okay, okay, so double that 210. Um, and no more than about an hour or so, uh-huh. and then uh, drop it into a little fatty, a little bath, and uh, just let it start to cool, and that's all it really needs. It just needs a little bit of infusion time. Right. If it's got the fat, it's it's there. <laughs> you said something. Maybe you can answer, it or maybe you can about how many milligrams something was. Somebody asked me today. You know, if it's one gram of, you know, but like for how much THC? Right, like how can yeah? It's I mean, hard. Do you have to like actually break it down to if it actually was a hundred percent THC? So if you have an oil which is fifty percent THC, okay, how do you figure so, out like how many milligrams? I, I don't know. I, I know that on the back of some organ stuff that I had had, it had all the way breaking down. It said if this is 100 milligrams, is, is equal 7.14 milligrams or 7.14 grams THC on the back of like. But these were some. But like if it was 100% THC? Like because it's going to be a big difference it's, if it's like everyone's a 90% oil yeah. or if it's a 70% oil? Mm-hmm. Like, but on the back of all the organ stuff, it was stamped. That's, I know, it all I has to be tested. Yeah. The organ oil has to be tested pre made. How how close does it have to be? Oh, wow. That's, but that's, so it's, how, it's, how, it's, how accurate? Because it does change in the milligrams. cooking process. I mean, because in Colorado, the accuracy has to be like within ridiculous amounts, like five percent. Uh, yeah. yeah. Testing for edibles. Sorry. So testing is. Switch. Because somebody was asking me that about edibles, like how do you figure out? The dosage, like if if somebody was trying to do that themselves and trying to say, okay, this is a hundred milligrams, and you know, yeah. give us the magic formula, yeah. <laughs> magic man, magic man. I, don't know. I know how to grow plants. Yeah, in Oregon, it's uh, you, you test for pesticides, mold, uh, mildew, uh, then the uh, cannabinoid ratio has to be. And once you have your numbers, can you then take those numbers and sort of guesstimate per? ounce of butter or whatever or how would so you so you'd break it down yeah. to you know how many uh, you get your 
how's it go? It's like, uh, so if you're test at like, you know, 75.8% or whatever, you'd get your ratio and push that up to 100% and then, you know, do your math and then break it down into, you know, 100 milligram doses and stuff like that. Yeah. And then that's where... What exactly we've done before is uh, we'd get our oil lab tested. They'd give us a percentage of how strong it was, and then you you do the math again to uh, how, like an ounce of oil, and then or a half pint, and then you figure out how many milligrams it is, and then by tablespoon, if you know, if by patient, if they're dosing out, and you can get an idea. It's it, it, it that's a great thing. Like if you get lab tested, they'll tell you, you know, if there's any residuals, how clean yeah. it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, pesticides, Absolutely. you know. Which is really important. Sure. Uh, a lot of people sometimes don't really, that's a, any residuals in any of your oils or extract is going to be uh, uh, amplified because you're pulling it as an extract. And um, so clean meds is really important. And But, um, yeah, uh, getting it lab tested, it tells you uh, what your dose is and kind of do the math and start to figure it out. Um, and I think that that would also maybe work with how high uh, your percentage is. Um, you could your your the math just do the math and figure it out per milligram per ounce maybe or per pint or liters. But you have to work it up to as if it was a hundred percent in order to do the math. Sure. Yeah. Right? Yep, yep, yep. Correct. Yep. Okay. Correct. That's the way to do it. Um, yeah, the higher the easier. <laughs> and the, the, the other thing is with labs. You know, labs are all over the place. That's one of the things that we have problems with in Oregon. Is you know, there's you know tons of labs but you could take your samples you could take something that's you know a known sample right there uh, like a, for example like a proficiency test you go and drop it out all these labs it's something with known results within a set of parameters and you could go every one of the labs are going to follow back with you know Why results yeah results? everything's completely different so you know and then it, what, what kind of machines are they actually using are they you know triple quadruple mass spectrometers or you know it's why well, nobody agrees I mean, that's the that's the class i love i love the fact that, that it doesn't matter what you come up with i don't care if it's the nobody most high-tech <laughs> fucking latest thing ever they'd be like meh meh yeah. i mean are you using <laughs> you know mine's better or mine's better or yours sucks or is not proven my machine's shinier i spoke to these i pay a hundred thousand a year to have mine maintained it's like yeah, so that just means you're a sucker. Yeah, because yours is old and fucking <laughs> funky. One of the end results with labs are, you know, it's the scientist that's actually reading them too. The ability to read those numbers and yeah. you have so to have true. the skills of years of sitting there understanding that. So actually, with this piece of equipment that uh that tested this stuff, and I'm not saying that it's accurate in any way, shape, or form. I'm just saying. Um, anybody can put the sample on top of it, and the machine does it. Itself. Which one? The, the Sage? The Sage. Sage yes. Analytics. Yeah. And, and now the one thing they had them on the show. Yeah, that's what I, I was there. Yeah. Um, the, the one thing that they said is that its accuracy. No, we thought it was up to ten percent. Is it is an yeah. agile oh, wow. machine? Probably. Probably. something. No, you know, you know, the thing is, it was robust. If it was, if it was like flowers, and we're talking about it's a twenty-two percent flower, and it's ten percent off. Not a big deal, but like if it's an oil, that, that's kind and of it a says thirty-three percent or thirteen percent is a huge difference in a flower. I feel. Yeah. No, no, hold on. Well, it only be ten percent. It only be ten percent of the overall. So, be, so if it's thirty percent, it might be thirty-three, okay. or you know what I mean. So yeah. So if it was twenty-two, it might be twenty. It might be twenty-four. Yeah, it wouldn't be that. But, you big know, big. I mean that's kind. Of, but with like, oils, it is concentrate when you're approaching ninety and a hundred plus percent. Now, if it's ten percent off, the higher the number becomes, the more. 
significant. Yeah. At but at that time, who cares? Because you're, yeah, you, you got such good oil. You got such good oil. You don't give a fuck. You're like, I don't care. Fuck you and your oil. But let's say it was, you know, testing at at eighty and it's really eighty eight. You know, yeah. No, this equipment. But I was pretty impressed. I'd have to say, guys were honest about it, and 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 they said that what's good about this equipment is that it doesn't leave it in the hands of a human to be able to read it, and you know because. That leaves a lot of room for error. Well, you know, and the, the thing is that I, I liked about easy. it was that it really saw the difference between things we already knew were within a certain parameter. So we didn't, we didn't, we unfortunately didn't get a chance to like go to other people and test there. What we wanted to do is go to other people blind test, or have them do it, and then bring it to there and then see what. So we couldn't do that, but what we could do was stuff that was supposedly analyzed from a few dispensaries. Check those, then check that contrasting with things that we knew that were high CBD, low THC, and seeing their results and being like, okay, well, it definitely re- registered something like that. Similar. And yeah, very similar. And then even within the little nuances, it was like, oh, I'm, I'm kind of trusting this thing. Like, you, you, know, you, know, you know what they do, in my opinion? Every single one of these labs, they might calibrate their stuff a little bit on the high side. Because they want yeah, you to they be, want happy. be happy, yeah. of course. Right. You, you know, if you, you go, if you go and you get your stuff tested yeah. and it tests great there, you're going to be like, "I love this lab. <laughs> I'm yep. going to this lab." Yep. You know, if you go there and they give you the honest reading, which is really a little yeah, bit fourteen percent, fourteen percent THC. Those other guys yeah. said this shit was five percent higher. <laughs> I'm going there next time to get my test. Doesn't matter how accurate it is. I've got this sticker. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> and the thing I liked what I liked in Sage and in person, like for real, for more of a reality point of view is that we kind of need to have a standard even if it's not accepted like it. as a standard for the reality it's accepted as a standard for com- commerce you know what i mean it's like so we're like an affordable system you know like you all know, right well if it passes the sage system you're good you know what i mean so you could you could go put it on the sage thing and be like all right look 23 percent thc four percent cbd blah 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 and it's within your this is the the range it's going to be which would give it this value because now we could actually sort of value people for the product that they produce instead of just for uh the hype that they produce because right it's now it's like it's like if you can go out and make a big noise you'll get more money great it's but affordable. if you what if you just grew really good weed and again like tested it and you're like yeah this weed's really good should be more money and you're like you know what i would pay seven dollars more a gram for that because uh, not because of the numbers just on the piece of paper but because the combination of that's proving it is true, and I've heard great results. You know what I mean? Like, they kind of like I think the it's one hard. thing is, it, yeah. it doesn't tell me what I'm most interested in, which is and the pesticides. Well, yeah. that that should be yeah. already and like that's and gonna like, be a and, and honestly, the, the THC and CBD content. After I smoke it, I know how it makes me feel, you know. But it's like. I don't know if this grower used yeah. something that yeah. that yeah. I'm not comfortable with that I don't want to put into my body. Yep. And w- and the thing with pesticides, we really don't know about you know what happens during that secondary offgassing. For example, with equal twenty, it turns into cyanide. And you know, no, it's good <laughs> shit. No one told me that. I need that. I need that in my life. You get stars. <laughs> I need more cyanide in my life. I just, right? you know, I don't want to worry about the things that I don't know. Yeah, and right. if I don't know what that's going to do to you know, mm-hmm. like, then you have heavy metals. So. That's, that's more heavy metals, more Metallica, more Metallica. Yeah, more. <laughs> I do consume heavy metals. <laughs> Cleanliness <laughs> is definitely more important than uh, THC oh. hot content. Well, so oh, I think people are going to fi- finally like look at this more like a like a like a food based product or or just a because con- the thing is that if you drink alcohol every day, 
you should think about it. If you eat certain foods, fatty foods every day, you should probably start thinking about it. If you smoke every day, cannabis, you should think about it too. And, and it's, you know, it's usually down to, you know, we've never been able to, we have never had a label which we could look at and say, oh, that Look, makes me feel right. They actually, right. yeah, or wrong, or like, oh, they use that, and that's kind of bad stuff. Whatever. We never had that. Now we have that option, so we should use it if we can. Um, kind of scares me a little bit, though, too, because it's like, you know, like, back in the day we could get like products and like look at the ingredients and there'd be like five or six ingredients, and now they're like forced to take those five or six ingredients and break those down into what they really are, and you're like, I don't even want to know this stuff because this is like making my whole trip <laughs> just, right just kind of like how you don't want to know like how your food no you know it's like when did it, when, when did it go from five ingredients <laughs> to like 500 ingredients I was like what the fuck is going on here and cannabis is kind of the same There's like now 16 essential elements now when you look at the labels and you see like 14 kinds of pesticides that could be used. They don't say they're actually used. They just use them. They could yeah, be used. It, what, what label says you use this on cannabis? You know, there are in your shot. Shot. You know, in your shot. Are there any on the shelves? No, nothing. Everything's exist. an ornamental oh, yeah, spray. Sure. You know, and yeah. well, that's no, what there, we're there's about. stuff that's labeled for food, but it's still not labeled for cannabis. For cannabis. Yeah. 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 And, yeah and, and, no, and, and it hasn't, and it won't be because I mean, like well, right now, I mean, maybe it will be down the road, years, but, okay. but, so, but for the shortest, you know, short term, it's not going to be. And that's the thing is like. It's going to be sooner. We we uh, let let me we pose a question to you guys me, about this me. about pesticides. Which ones? So I went to an indoor growing conference in Las Vegas a few months ago. It was for growing food, but one thing they brought up is that there's not a single pesticide that's registered for growing food indoors under lights. Right. And when you register a pesticide, you have to say specifically where this pesticide is going to be used. If you're going to use it in a greenhouse, you have to say it's a greenhouse. Right. You say it's a field, it's going to be grown in a field. So actually, there's not a single pesticide that's actually properly being used on a crop that's right. being grown indoors. Right. You know? And that's if we're talking about food. You know? And then sure. on top of it, every single... The smokable every food. S- Every single good old smokable food. There's a lot of that out there. There's a lot of smokable food. Every single pesticide, (laughs) you have to say specifically what it's going to be used for. So if it's going to be used for a tomato, you have to get it registered for a tomato. If you want it for a cucumber squash, you can't just say, I want it to work for all vegetables. Right. Okay, so you have... And you also can't say, well, it's also going to smoke it. So that's a big, huge difference. And so not a single pesticide manufacturer has spent the money to have their products registered for cannabis, which... Go ahead and do this. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, it could make them some money because there's a huge cannabis market. And unfortunately, there is a need for some safe pesticides, right. you know, using some natural ones. So even the most natural pesticides are not legal to be used on, on cannabis. Oh, Jesus. In fact, in Oregon, Predator the state sent out letters to all the uh, medical growers to stop using cease and desist. <clears throat> Everything. All spraying uh, application, no matter what pesticides. it is, you yep. can't even spray yep. compost tea. <laughs> right? If you're saying it's for a pest, I don't know. You have to call it a biological. No, I mean, you know, the, the the inevitable thing is when there's food involved, it changes everything. So you have, um, you know, like if you look at the law, if you look at the way that the pesticides are used now, and if you look at the way that the cannabis is processed now, and you look at the way it's dried, cured, all the above. If they sit, if they really wanted to, they could pretty much nitpick, get in there, find E. coli at any phase where you shredded the plant. So the minute you go in there and cut like a couple leaves, 
you're probably gonna have E. coli present at some point during that drying process because it's just, it's just fucking everywhere. It's just a normal thing. So it's like it's not it doesn't mean you're gonna get it, but it's there. And technically, if it's present, they can say, "Oh my god, this is like a toxic." Oh look, E. coli. People will freak out. They'll they'll be like, "Oh my god." Because the problem is, like, I, don't, I, do, I dry trim now, not because of the, the effect of E. coli virus. Like, I'm, I'm worried about it, but more like it's kind of like, oh, yeah, down the road, you're not going to be able to, to, to wet dry or wet trim anything. You're gonna, it's just not going to be possible because you have that much. Take a bunch of lettuce and shred it and then, like, come around there six hours later and go around and test. You'll find it everywhere just because it's just a natural thing that happens. It just comes through, but... It sounds scary, and everyone's like, oh, my God, like, this shit's so dangerous, you know what I mean? And then we got to, like, quarantined weed more. You know, like, right now it's quarantined plants. Hasn't been the weed yet, but it will be down the road, or a lot of it gets destroyed. And that'll be the, you know, that'll be the interesting part of this industry is, like, can it survive the, the shakeup of, of, like, going through regulatory stuff? I think it will, but... It's you know any any market has to be standardized and that's you know it's it happened with you know beer and wine and you know it's going to happen with cannabis and yes yeah. it, it needs to be there needs to be you know a bar set with pesticides and all this stuff and it needs to be done now you know we can't wait to you know ten years from now we need to do I'm, it. I mean I'm happy with it myself as far as like I think it's the the more deeper we can get into clearing this shit up quicker in the front end will scare sure, those no. will scare the people out that are like eh, I want to spray Avid I'm fucking pissed off <laughs> like, this sucks it was so easy back in the day and I was like why like you know you would rather spray shit you would not want to smoke on your own plants than and not worry about it than come up with a concept of how to like get less humidity in your room or you know what I mean and, like just like simple processes make it less uh less desirable for the bugs that are in there in the first place you know? right, more I blame Gabby for everything all my woes I just I look over to this guy over here and I say it's pretty much Garden Spout's fault right yeah. <laughs> number, number one they ruined the industry they came here from New York to ruin the industry that's what we did <laughs> that was your job my job I, I don't sell any <laughs> pesticides in my store that that's good are like strong pesticides I sell yeah. natural and stuff yeah and and the truth is, like, when I went to this conference and the guy said, there's not a single pesticide that's registered for use indoors, I basically was like, oh, my God. Even you neem, know? it's going to come out in your concentrates, yeah. you know. It's, um, but, uh, it's a tricky one. What are you going to use, you know, when you have russets crawling all over your plants, you know. Oh, russets saved my life. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they did. Russets saved my life. You know what you do when that happens? <laughs> You destroy your plants and you buy some seeds from a reputable source, right? And uh, oh, I had rusted. I got rusted. Where do you buy seeds at? Seeds? Not from you seeds. Seeds. right. No, you buy seeds here now. You buy seeds here now. Where? You get twenty percent off. You get twenty percent off your seeds here now if you buy them now with your russet mite discount, right? Russet mites. <laughs> do you put dot russet hashtag russet mite? <laughs> Like now, russet no. might discount. Russet might discount now. <laughs> if you get russet, you get twenty five percent off. Let's give, them, give them five percent more for russets. That's like the code of honor. Like uh, only on the THC seeds. On THC. No, you do not get russets on THC. No, I said an added discount on THC. It's impossible. They don't even have it. Added discount on russets. Love it. No, I actually, I did. I told you this story. I actually, russets saved my life because. Uh, I got them in a room 
and had to fucking decontaminate the whole thing, pulled the whole room out, and, and then, and then the cops showed up at my house and the, or at my mom's house, and they did our plant count, and we were about twelve plants over, but we would have been about eighty-two plants <laughs> <laughs> over if if we had just not harvested that one room like a couple weeks like a couple weeks earlier than we should have. And then I was like, man, this is the fucking first time something so horrible as Russet Mites has like actually done something good for me. So thank you, Russet Mites. You made me what I am today. <laughs> no, it's not true. That's terrible. Yeah, That'd be the worst really quote bad. ever. Worst quote ever. The only thing that's worse than Russet Mites, uh, brought, possibly, well, which ones? root aphids. Oh, but they're the combo. They, they love to come together. They usually, oh, with, and then a little powdery mildew, root like aphids. dust, root dusting root on the edge. Just, you don't just to like add injury into insult. <laughs> you're like, are you fucking kidding me? Is that powdery mildew on top of everything? <laughs> <laughs> Fairy dust that comes in the night. <laughs> it is. The uh, root aphids are terrible. Root aphids are the weirdest part. Is with them when I first ever seen them. Ever was in Holland and they were uh, in rock wool, of course. So there's nothing else for them to eat except your roots. So when you lifted them up, it was just like ten thousand of them stuck to the outside. That's oh, horrible. And it was just like, wow, are you fucking kidding me? And that that pretty much killed my whole hydro life. I was like, you know what? I'm growing soil again. I like soil. If they're there, I don't see them. <laughs> even better. I don't no, even want to know. I don't want to know they're there. Like, the hey, first have time I saw them <laughs> was in a hydro system. Also, they were in like the hydro pebbles. And when I, what happened was the plant was being watered consistently, and I knew the nutrient wasn't too strong, and the plants just started wilting one after another. And so I pulled out the root system, and like you said, the roots are just being attacked every single root and they're just clamped on you can't yeah. wash them off no you know and it's like they're it's sucking just, the life out of the and that's why i say they're the most evil because they get the entire root system and they just suck the entire life out of the plant and it starts to wilt it's, it's uh, crazy past root trench yeah it's the worst all right so we're gonna wrap up tonight because we're gonna go longer tomorrow night because tonight we don't want to like get into the drones right now we're gonna get into the to the zone where he's droning i'm droning we're all droning i said i was coming like a half hour before the show ended i know like another two hours it's plus four it should be another even hour but we're just like you know what there's 30 people they'll come back those 30 people are dedicated those are the dedicated 30 the dirty 30 those are the dirty 30 that listen to us on a regular i could probably name them all but i won't do it right now um, tomorrow, the what? What are you doing? Twenty percent discount? We're doing twenty. How many? What's the discount rate here? Twenty percent right now, all day long. Right now. What's the code? ADS four ADS four twenty. Same old codes. It, I'm trying to use ADS four twenty so that it becomes like just the code of everywhere. You're like, you go to United. You're like ADS four twenty, bro. And you're like, oh yeah, you get first class, like that kind of <laughs> shit. I'm hoping it, is, it hasn't worked yet. I've been trying. I figure if we just everyone does it at a certain point, they get used to it. And they're like, all right, whatever. Just like, you know, I, I, I'm so bored with trying to figure this guys out. But so it's ADS four twenty, twenty percent off all everything, right? Anything, everything doesn't doesn't have to be THC. We get 25% off THCs, of course. Of course. So. Uh, and what else we got? Great show. We got, remember, uh, release at the Emerald Cup. What's that? Big Jack. Oh, Sonny Chiba. A few different strains. There's brought down a... Sonny's Chiba. Sonny's Chiba. I have a Blue Magoo cross for you guys since you guys never heard of it. Yeah, that's 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 kind. So uh, <laughs> since you guys never heard of it, I'm yeah. giving you that. Yeah, I remember <laughs> on the show a while back, you guys were like, "There should Who, be a the Hoomagoo." The Hoomagoo. Everybody was like, "Blue Magoo." It's a you know, it's a decent strain. I did uh, 
a blue magoo skunk Uzbekistani. Nice. Uh, Uzbekistani. Yeah. Uzbekistani. Uzbekistani. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here he comes. Got Here he comes. So, uh, <laughs> got uh, some limited release of uh, Applesauce, which is uh, Applesauce. the uh, Black Russian BX series. The same uh, parents oh. of like uh, the Black Cherry V2 and the Pink Lemonade and stuff. Apples. But uh, oh, that's nice. crossed to one of my uh, three-way males. Heavy Grape Skunk Cash. One of those males with uh, the skunk and the Uzbekistani in there. Very grapey and big and thick. And, uh, grapey, big stuff. and thick. Yep, grapey, big and thick. Truffle shuffle. Yep, and truffle shuffle, which is a uh, snow wreck mother crossed to the same three-way male. And, uh, three-way. Uh, yeah, three, three-way male. That sounds sexy. Yeah, right. Pretty, right? Yeah. You just missed two. And, uh, the three-way male. <laughs> you, you th- the three-way part. You got I don't know. Yeah, it probably gets me scared. Three-way who male? I don't even. Want. Once you hit say three-way, I'm already like, I don't know. They're they're, they're confused. Confused. You know I, the way I confused like. You, you know what I like about three-way? You know that's like you can just you know, claim that's, anything. That's, that's, that's <laughs> work right there. That's rather than just taking you know this strain and crossing it to this one. That's sure. this one to this one to this one, and then you're like, hey, that's you know he chose the male three times. Yeah, you know, selecting and working and working, working. What do you mean? You don't, you don't just throw shit together. Yeah. You, know, you know, like pollen chucking, yeah, yeah, trend chucking, trend chucking, pollen chucking. I did chuck some. I'm guilty of some pollen onto a Chem ninety one recently. Really nice. Yeah, that's a personal little headshot. Or a head headshot. Got some of that going. But, uh, so uh, okay, so tomorrow what we got going on? We got a whole bunch of extra people. Oh we got uh, aficionado is going to be in the house, yeah. right? Who else? Aficionado in the house. Uh, uh, Jackson, I mean, Short should be here. DJ oh yeah, Short should be DJ, through. DJ Short DJ, uh, with his new stuff. You mean DJ Tall? I should say. DJ Short. He's like really tall, and it's like your name is terrible. You have the worst name. You're not even like you're not even short, dude. You're. I thought he was a DJ. Was you're not. He's not a DJ, and he's not short. So what the fuck? Come on. He does make music. Does, Does he? he? Yeah, man. He's. I pulled, watched one day. He pulled Wait. out a CD out of his coat. He's like, "Here's my tracks, man." What? Like, he tried yeah. to fucking slang. He's like, CDs? "I got him up on SoundCloud." Oh, dude, bootlegs. Like, no, bootlegs. He hit you up. It's like jazz. Oh my god. There's only one track. Oh yeah, it's one long track. Dude, I need that though. You gotta have that. I know. It's like Wow, dude. Sitar was it? Sitar was it? Like. Oh, oh no. no. I'm, I'm, I'm in shock. You're going to leave it alone. Who else, so we, else we got? Who else we got? We got Mitch. Yeah, Mitch is coming Mitch through. Mitch is coming through. Yeah. Uh, we got Loud Seeds. We got Gas Seeds. You Mitch have, is uh, coming Gavin through. Port. It's going to be a real show tomorrow. Real show means like Ooh. Adam Dunn and Mitch. Coach Mitch. Because as everybody knows, he does all the work. I'm, technically, when I come to these kind of gigs, I'm a fucking lost. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Questions? Ah, wow. Like deer in a headlight. I need my sidekick. Well, I, he can't even call him a sidekick. I can't. Not you. You're not a sidekick. He's but he's the filling Jew. You. He's the token Jew. He's a token. No, we got we got a whole crew. Oh, here. what? Gabby too. Oh. We, got crew, we got a crew oh, of Jews here. Crew Jews. Like the crew Jew. Crew Jew crew. But no, I need my Jew. I need my Mitch. I I, I brought my one. my own. Byog Byog. I know it's one of those parties. Trying to get deals. It's one of those kind of parties. Yep. I'm just well, the fill in Jew today. We're the fill in Jew. <laughs> I don't that but, role. But you're the mulch. We're you're, 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 you're friends yeah. with both of us, though. I mean, oh. Loyalties are here, but I understand. I'll have oh, my I'm, Jew. I'm my Jew will be here. I'll, 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 I'll bring two Jews. <laughs> two Jews. Oh, I raise your Jew. <laughs> I take my Jew and raise <laughs> you. I raise you two Jews. That's All right. This is going to be a good party. Shout out to my beautiful CC, of course. No high. We'll be calling through. Uh, crawling through or coming through? Coming crawling through? through? You say crawling, crawling through. through. He's, uh, All right. Snow High's crawling through here. Possibly Bodie. 
Oh, nice. Oh, nice. don't even That's start. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> you got to turn tomorrow and see. Maybe Neville. Uh, Neville, Neville might come through. No, I heard Neville's going to be. I heard uh, Wolfie's calling Neville for us. I know. Sweet. He's, he's already offered to come. He says he talks to him every uh, other week or so. Uh, well, he does. Uh, all no, right, all right. That's so what I mean. And so yeah, so, shout out to beautiful wife CC. Shout out to my mom Ace. Shout out to. Uh, I hope I might have won some awards tonight. You know that. I hope so. What for best uh, commentary? It's just everything. Best I everything. Know. I agree. I, I should have won already. I, I have not seen one, but I I was nominated for the uh, Cannabis Business Awards in multiple categories. So, so did we get a suit tomorrow? I got the suit. I know. I mean, do if I win, I will make sure I wear the suit. How's that? Yeah. If the, I won, the if I won. Freak, the, the, the premiere? Yeah. The sneak freak preview. The freak nice. preview. All kinds freak of premieres freak. this week. Bubba Kush's yeah. releases. Oh, yeah. Bubba Kush coming through? Bubba Kush coming through. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Bubba Kush coming and through. And Dutch. Dutch, no? Dutch says yeah. he's coming through. Says he's coming through. He's an animal, so we'll right. see. Yeah. Uh, gosh, well, it's uh, Toker Poker Matt will be here, the, the actual guy that created this stuff. Nice. And uh, you had some other wacky. Oh, French cannoli. Oh, yeah. yeah. But some <laughs> wacky. <laughs> he had some wacky. Uh, yeah. I guess respected hash god. Yep. So he, he, mixed he gave me some hash. hash. Everybody just said, nice. whenever I mentioned that dude's name, it was like, oh, <laughs> so, I'm quite interested to meet him. I just met him at a show and he just gave me some hash and it was very beautiful. Yep. I mean, it's it's, it's I love it because it's it's Euro it's Euro hash. You don't see that style anymore. Yeah. You know, everyone else is just like, look at my dust and my. It's all fluffy, blah. Yeah. Crap. Well, no, it's not crap. Blop, blop, blop. Yeah, we call it blop. We call it blop. Blop, 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 blop. Then you see a nice, you know, yeah. eight-month cured Nepalese blop. It doesn't happen. Like, Dude. No, it doesn't happen. Ain't, ain't nobody got time for that. You have to go to Nepal first. Like. What else we got? That's Nothing? it. Uh, hey, stay tuned on. tomorrow. We will give away a free pack of exotic seeds. At least. Ooh. At least. I'll be thinking more. Well, there's with a all the f- with all the people coming yeah. through. So I'll give away. I'll There'll give away a bunch of packs. Uh oh, whole bunch of all uh, your shit. All the shit I gave you, I'm gonna get. I'm giving it all away. I'm giving it all away. You'll get nothing. Packs, <laughs> going up for giveaways. Yeah, I'll give away. Email. Yeah. Email. Uh, no, follow along for sure. Everybody, uh, thanks for watching tonight. Uh, go to the website. Anything, everything is twenty percent off with uh, ADS four twenty. Twenty five for TCs. Come on. I just got done typing it all. Log back in and do it. Come on. Take all right. Twenty five. Twenty five. Twenty five. All right. Twenty five percent. Okay. All right. I'll, 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 I'll now seeds. Where? 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 Seeds. How? Where? Seeds here now. Where do you get them? Seeds. And, and how do you get them? And feel free to click reviews on the side of the website. Right there on the website, click reviews. They'll all pop out. It uh, looks pretty awesome behind. I, I thought so. I thought it's it very cool. jungly. I don't even know where I am. I don't see myself. I'm just no, in this little you, mix. You do see seeds here now. <laughs> yeah, you see seeds here now. That's important. There's one thing you see. Seeds here now. Would you expect to be as vibrant as the sign? I don't know. That's where I want to. All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you. Thank you. Bye. See you guys. Thanks, gentlemen. That was a wrap. That's a wrap. Turned out well. Yeah. Now I got to run the mixer. I can actually hear you. No, it's good. Sounds good. I think it's good. Yeah, I don't know how it sounded on the other side, but it sounded good to me. In there, it sounded good. Oh, my God. We're killing it. Tomorrow will be so easy. Compared to normal, we have to like. Kid, we don't need you, man. Kids out. Kids fired. <laughs> the kid will be fired tomorrow. <laughs> Isn't that a once a week thing? He's, de- he's definitely fired after this week. To- once Mitch comes here and it all works that way, he's like, dude, kids fired. What do you think he got his fucking phone? Kids fired. All right.